Hello, hello, and welcome to the Inglorious Pastors Podcast, where we talk about spirituality, news, and our ratings on this year's pumpkin beers. Yeah. 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 My name is Michael Basinger. With me are Matt Polly. Hi. Brad Polly. Hello. And together, we are the Inglorious Pastors. We yep. are. We're actually going to do a, a beer review here we shortly. We are. Yeah. Uh, a few quick announcements. We are doing the Brian Zond book giveaway yes. shortly. Um, Did I win one? Uh, <laughs> we're gonna get to that. I want I want four of the five. So yes. there's um, one left. We're gonna do that, and then <laughs> slide uh, into my DMs. You might get one. We're having a. We're switching up our live episode uh, in terms of the. You know, we do always do a live episode on the tens. Instead of doing a live episode because the audio is weather in, on the nines, it's freaking garbage. And the audio is is just shit. Uh, we're gonna do. We're gonna try it up for the ninetieth. We're gonna switch it up, uh, and we're gonna do an ask a pastor's episode. Um, so if you would like to ask a pastor a question, aren't they all ask a pastor? It's episodes? like an AMA kind of. on Reddit, except there's only gonna be fourteen people asking questions. Yeah, um, but we're actually <laughs> and gonna. Nobody gives a damn what we have to say. Okay, so <laughs> if you would like to get your 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 question answered. Uh, we're gonna try and do all voicemail uh, questions. Oh God! So uh, keep it short, keep it brief, and keep it sober, please. Keep it sober. Um, I know that's not gonna <laughs> this happen. This is gonna be a shit show. Uh, we're gonna you, wish we did the live event. Yes. All right. So the um, the 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 number you call is a Google Voice number. It's six nine six nine six nine six nine six nine six nine. That is not it. No. One eight eight eight. Nice. It is. No, okay. One eight eight. Eat my grin, deck. <laughs> Stop. Okay, for, for real. Everyone else, be quiet, so I can tell them the real Put number. That goddamn thing away. All right, I'm gonna mute you two just so Thank I can get you. this fucking announcement over. Jesus, I'm just okay. I literally am muting their mics too. The number is eight four eight pastard. That's I sh- fuck. I messed that up. All right, it's four eight four pastard. 484 Pastard. That's 484 727 8373. 484 Pastard. All right, you guys can talk now. So there we go. Um, we will, so that's the 90th episode. The 100th episode will be live in Bloomington, Indiana. Uh, not live on the internet. There's, but no, there's no phone number for that. No phone number for that. Uh, you are invited January 6th, uh, 2018. It will be in Bloomington, Indiana. Go to facebook.com slash pastors podcast for more details and to uh, RSVP. Um, today we made the, the wise decision to order a breathalyzer for that set of event yeah. just in case things get Good out of hand. God. And 50 mouthpieces yes. to use on them. Yeah. So if we have more than 50 people show up, we're going to have to double up. So <laughs> You get to share. Yeah, you got to pick your partner. <laughs> Safety first, people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so, if yeah, come if you ever wanted to know what a breathalyzer it's was like. It's going to be a great time. The only, the only podcast with a breathalyzer. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, that's it. And I don't have my soundboard up because I am not a very good professional today. I feel like I am well, just kind of... All over the place. What is that noise? I don't know. Oh, is that you? It's. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Here we go. I think it, I thought it's not me. I don't know. All right. Here we go. All right. Uh, here we go. Boom, boom, boom. Hey, hey, what are you drinking? Hey, hey, I've been thinking that if we're gonna get through this. So 
So I uh, actually the better question this week would be what aren't we drinking? <laughs> yes, yeah. we're yeah. Brad. Brad has five drinks in front. of I him. literally do. Um, so I realized I listened back to an episode. I hadn't I hadn't been listening to our episodes back. Um, so I listened to a little bit one. I was like, man, that sounds a little tinny. The the Brian O'Dean's mm-hmm. the Tin Man. The Tin Man. Since we go. said that Brian O'Dean the Tin Man, uh, I have not uh, listened back. <laughs> so I listened back and uh, realized that our equalizer was a little bit off today. So it, <laughs> Brian sounded a lot better. So hopefully you can tell the difference. I'm concerned God about your commitment it. to the podcast. I really am. To it back. It's. I mean, keep listening to that Big Brother podcast, though, uh, buddy. Yeah. Keep up well, for that, that. Star Wars. Big Brother <laughs> is over right now. Mm. That's, a, that's a damn shame. Mm. All right. So we are doing uh, pumpkin beer reviews. Um, let's start with the one you think is going to be the well, worst. How are we rating these? Let's uh, start with the one we think is going to be the worst. Yeah, I think I'm it's going to be Ballast, Ballast Point. It's going to be the, it's worst. the most overrated brewery in America. Um, I'm sorry if you disagree. Uh, where's it at? If you okay. disagree, you're wrong. Uh, what, 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 jack o' lanterns? Um, what are some good? Mm. Um, I don't know. It's not really hurt ourselves trying to think of something. Yeah. O- orange orbs, just because it's fun to say. Is it? Is Orange or we just rate them out of five, whatever doesn't matter. Yeah, all right, five, that's fine. Five uh, jack o' lanterns. Yeah. I'm going five great pumpkins, Charlie Brown. Yes, great pumpkins. All right, here we go. <laughs> Thank you. All right. This is Ballast Points uh, Pumpkin Down. It is a Scottish ale with pumpkin. Mm, that's not bad. That's all right. It's a little, uh, no, I like that. Yeah, it's good. It's a little, it feels a little flat, like it. Well, know. it could be because it sat in a cup for 45 minutes before we started. No, rolling. it wasn't a full 45 minutes. It's still cold. Um, it's fine. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I'm yeah. three. I'll give it I a three. I'll give that a three. That's yeah. solid. Three great pumpkins. Yeah. I like, it's not overly spiced, which is nice. But I feel, yeah. I, feel like it Some, need, I feel like it needs just a hair, like a 10% more spice I don't know, because you get a little more pumpkin. The thing I like about it is you actually get the Scottish ale flavor and yeah, then a little, little bit. bit of pumpkin spice. I think it's pretty balanced. It's their Piper Down Ale, right. ale with pumpkin and spices. Okay, I'll give that. I, I know what, there's. I know what, there's nothing on the back end of it. Like it's all. It is very forward. It's very forward, and then there's nothing it afterwards. Just dissolves. Yeah, and just kind of. Yeah, I'm giving them like a a two just for craftsmanship. They literally just took another beer and pu- dumped pumpkin in well, it. So did that's what New Belgium, does. which is what we're about. They I did don't the know. same thing. Really? <laughs> yes. It's just your West Coast bias, Michael. Stop being biased towards the West Coast. I did watch a, a documentary about uh, who shot Biggie and uh, Tupac. So was it Suge Knight? Uh, no, it wasn't actually. According to this documentary, was it Lee Harvey Oswald? No, <laughs> no. Yeah, those are the only two guys I know that. I don't. I don't. Was it Sir Hans No, I think it was Sir Mix a lot. I'm not sure though. I highly doubt that. Baby got back. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't anyway, I don't three. Uh, I give that three. I give it three. Yeah. I give it a two. Um, what do we want to do next? Kentucky. To Kentucky. Kentucky pumpkin barrel ale. It's an ale brewed with natural pumpkin flavors, spices, and aged in an oak bourbon barrel. Oh boy, that smells like. Tastes like brick oh. patinas. No. Taint. Mm. God, that their bur- their beers are terrible. <clears throat> that. They we need, the, we need a palate cleanser between these, honestly. Do you have any crackers or anything? <laughs> Pretzels? Jesus. I mean, seriously, because all I still taste is the ballast point. It definitely throws <sighs> it off. Um, I don't feel like there's a whole lot to that one, if I'm honest. Yeah, it's just kind of yeah, light and fluffy. You want some crackers? Yeah, sure. Hmm. 
You'd be a little louder with that. Yeah, that's not great. It's not at all. No. I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to give a two. Man, unfortunately, I have to go lower than my last one because I set the bar so low. That's going to be a, a one. Yeah, yeah I don't know uh, if it's one bad. The, they overdo the bourbon. Like it, it They just, always do. They always do yeah. on all their stuff, and that's why their stuff's not very good. Yeah, that's that's not great. I'm not drinking that. I'm giving that like a one. That That's terrible. Let's do the... I'll give it two just because I'm feeling generous. Let's do the Voodoo Ranger, the... Um, New Belgium. It's a special release. Atomic Pumpkin. I can't wait till we do seven beers next week. It's gonna. I, we might split it up. Talk we, about a pallet record. We man. have a we have a plan God. for for a coming week to do Oktoberfest, and we've got seven Oktoberfests I purchased today. <laughs> that seems like excessive. <laughs> thanks, uh, <laughs> thanks, turds. Boy, that smells super spicy. Oh, I like that. Oh, oh. that's nice. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah. One. Damn, that's uh, the spice. that's light. It's it's crisp. Man, the spice hangs on a, at the back end. It really too. does. That's insanely good. Like, and if I drink a pumpkin beer, I want it to be yeah, pretty pumpkin. I want it to be this. Yeah. I don't like them all the time, but like every once in a while in the fall, mm-hmm. I like a pumpkin beer. That is. I was a little worried because it's it's a lighter color than the that rest. That one really hits the spot. It's basically, their IPA with pumpkin, right? I mean, is that essentially yeah, what but it, it doesn't is? really taste like no. an IPA. No, it tastes good. It almost tastes like it has some apple in there. Man, that, that's, that's a, pretty solid. That's a five. Yeah. I'll go, uh, man, I don't know. I'm going five on that because that's a, that's a damn good beer. Yeah. I'll go four and a half. I'll go four just because I don't know. I'm going to leave space for the other one. And then if I, I don't give the other one a five, then I've I'm had this, this one last one and it's really good. If I remember right, it's been yeah, I think a few years. Uh, what are we calling this? Shafly? Shlafly. Shlafly. Shlafly from St. Louis, Missouri. St. Louis. Uh, it's as, uh, a pumpkin. As Tom ale. Waits would say, Missouri. <laughs> Ale brewed with pumpkin and spices added. Cinnamon, nutmeg, and clove. Mm. All right. Mm, man, that's good, too. God, that's Ooh. nice. Yeah. Man. I'm going to give... Is, that is different than the voodoo, though. It is. God, oh, boy. I'm going to give the New Belgian Voodoo Ranger a five, and I'm giving this a five. They're both equally good, but different. I'm going four and a half, just a hair mm. lower than the voodoo on this one. But that's Man, I'm not sure because I gave the voodoo four and a half, but I think I do like this one a little bit better. I'm going to give this one five. So I, I ask, really like it. I asked the guy at the um, you the liquor get, store, you definitely which, get clove. Like there's yeah, I mean it's a pumpkin bomb. It, it's I mean it's like I said, if you if you're you got to be in the right mood for pumpkin beers. I don't want them all the time, but yeah, that's a solid one. There the is something about shlof- fall where I kind of shlafly, 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 shlafly. I can't fucking say it. <laughs> Schlafly. That's Where? a shock. Schlafly. Yes. I swear I haven't been drinking it's like yet. Trying to tra- it's like trying to train a, train a chimp to paint. Man, that, uh, that that's makes good. The, that makes the Ballast Point and the other one taste like a hobo taint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and the Ballast Point was fine. It just wasn't. <laughs> but those two are really those two good. Those two are really good. The other one can um, suck uh, that. That one's terrible. Yeah. I would recommend the Schlafly Pumpkin and the Voodoo Ranger yep. Pumpkin, yeah. Atomic Pumpkin. The Voodoo Ranger is, is a lighter... Shade. It's got a crisper mm-hmm. flavor, I would say. The Schlafly is um, yeah, good job, buddy. more well-rounded. <laughs> but it's still solid. I mean, they're both... Mm-hmm. I would. G- I gave them both fives. Yep. So I'll be drinking pumpkin beers throughout the rest of this uh, evening. So Yeah, we all will. So say we all. And Brad's <laughs> drinking something plus else. Whiskey. What kind of whiskey <laughs> you got there, bud? Will it bourbon? Will it? 
Go ahead and finish. I don't know. You got nothing. I, was, <laughs> I don't you know. know. I was going to let you climb out of that. Uh, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Will it? Damn near. Ah, spilled shit. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This round was on uh, Mindy Duncan. Mindy. Mindy. Oh, this is the girl you called a bitch. Oh, <laughs> Well, okay, that makes more sense <laughs> giving what she wrote me. Okay, uh, I didn't call her a bitch. Yeah, number did. one, sure no, you did. I definitely didn't call her a bitch. Um, Mindy Duncan was born and raised in Central Oklahoma. Um, she went to Bible college for two years. Good call, um, but you didn't <laughs> Good go any life further. Decision. <laughs> uh, was a missionary in England for almost three years, and missionary. Good day, mate. <laughs> Let's put another shrimp on the bobby. <laughs> and missionary stateside another three years. Six years. Wait, she's in England, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're right then. Oklahoma. Yeah, we're she's we're half in, right. She's in Oklahoma, guys. Mm. Yeah. I know, but she was in England. She was in England. Oh, yeah. Yep. I mean, let's face it. Eng- Australians are just English prisoners. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> English convicts. That is at Polly Name Brad. <laughs> it's at Polly Name Brad. Hi, Beck Ray. Um, I'm going to get added huge. Yeah, you on are. That one. So Mindy has two children, Oscar, who is eight years old, and Abel, who is six. Uh, she's divorced. She has been on the slow deconstruction since 2004. Um, she fun. deconstructed before deconstructing was cool. Um, yes, yes. <laughs> Yeah, she's like a, the the indie scenester deconstructionist. Deconstruction hipster. It's like I don't even like the word deconstructionist. <laughs> Fuck that. Is I'm, that why you called her a bitch? I did not call her a bitch. Gosh. All right. Uh, fun facts. Uh, she has rapid cycling bipolar one disorder. I don't know how what that's is, a fun pack. Is that rapid, just what she rides what is rapid, Oh, is it rapid cycling? Just means it like really comes and goes quickly. Like, that's what or is she just get when she rides a bike. I'm not sure if it's really fast in regards to bicycling. She has to stay away from spin class. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty wicked spin class. Don't overdo it on the spin (laughs) class, guys. (laughs) Um, She is an INFJ and a four wing five, just like her twin, Mandy Polly. Mm -hmm. Um, By the way, I found out what my my, uh, Enneagram is. Uh, Since it's football season, it's uh, (laughs) Buffalo with a wild wing. What it is now. Nice. Been working yeah. at it all week, haven't you? He yeah. really has. Yeah. Pretty proud. Yeah. I told Billy Patterson he was in the Neogram 666. <laughs> <laughs> um, she loves to read. Um, uh, um, sorry. Damn it. Mindy loves reading and sleeping. <laughs> Good call. Uh, and she. she <laughs> Can't uh, argue with either of no. those. Nope. Uh, she's a, a Twin Peaks groupie. Yeah, I don't get that show. Yeah. I mean, never you know, saw good it. Good on you. I never d- saw it. You know what show you should watch? Ugh. Rick and Morty. You know, I've heard. It, it's, is it? it is, it is it super on? solid. Uh, I, I'll send you a link. You can watch. All is it, oh, is it not on? It's on Cartoon Network, I oh, think. Oh, I like Cartoon Network. Yeah, but I'll send you a link where you can watch all the, the back okay. episodes. It's, it's, it's super solid. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard good things about it. I just haven't watched it. Yeah, I, I think it's right up your alley. Um, then that means it'll be terrible. <laughs> no, no. I have really if good Michael likes you guys it, it has if to be. If one thing's true, you guys I are gonna totally love this. I give really good recommendation recommend personal recommendations to people. It's I like a lot of other terrible shit, but I I can sift through it and I love when he has these moments of like clarity where he knows that his taste is shit. Like well, every I, once in a while he I just know knows I, like 
I know, I totally know that. I like how he thinks he's a human sifter for, for these, quality he content. He has these moments I can, of self-reflection. I am good it is with just quality wonderful. content. I can, I can um, <laughs> what is the word I'm Whale looking mouth? for? No. Whale mouth it? No. Consume I, it all? Well, I, I do that, and then it's it's like. Grill feed? It's like those um, <laughs> those cats, they eat the, the coffee beans and then poop them out. <laughs> That's what I am for you. I, I I eat all that shit, and then when I poop it out, I, it's really good. It's pure shit coffee. Yeah, it's really Thanks, great. Thanks, There's yeah. a hashtag. I can't figure out a hashtag, but there's got to be one there, right? Um, I don't know. Michael Shit's television shows? Uh, Michael anyway, Shit's bad content? If you... I ha, But I do watch a lot of good That's TVs, too. such a too. great analogy. <laughs> um, okay, so she's currently engaged. She has two cats named Astro and Knot. Um... She has not grown in height since height since the age height. of height. Height. Height is not, not a height. Not, not an H on the end Width. of that. Height. Height. Hi, welcome uh, to Martinsville. And, and height. What about uh, strength? That's str- what most uh, str- basketball commentators str- say. He's got a lot of strength. Str- that's probably strong strength. I've been watching too much ESPN <laughs> lately, so that's probably where I got it. I'm just going to say that. Uh, anyway, she has not grown. I'm really height. sad we didn't fire Stephen A. Smith into the sun when we were still. It's doing not that. too late. No, <laughs> it's not. That too button's late. still there somewhere. <laughs> I'll have to dig it up. But oh, um, anyway, him and Skip Bayless on a ship and sink it. She has not grown in height uh, <laughs> since the age of ten. Uh, she started her period when she was eight. Oh, neat. Um, she's now accepting sympathy donations so, on GoFundMe. So apparently we're not censoring any of this stuff then. Is <laughs> well, that... I mean... And according to Michael, she's a total bitch. So there's that. And Devin, uh, her fiancé, <laughs> said that she's the funniest person she knows. And she said... Okay, Michael's the funniest person he knows. She said that she wants to be known as the pub bitch. So, <laughs> so there you go. I was like, why did it's she want to be yours. called that? Now I understand this because I <laughs> allegedly called her that. Not true. There's not an alleged. We dropped the alleged off of that a yeah. long time ago. Um, so if you'd like to buy us around, go <laughs> it, to Patreon. Go to <laughs> patreon.com slash pastors podcast. We offer exclusive episodes, exclusive, exclusive. episodes, exclusive episodes of pub crawl, turd talk. Before you got here. No, and hymns of deconstruction. At any level, uh, you will access the Pastors Pub. It's a closed Facebook group where we talk about life, spirituality, and just about everything else. Things discussed in the pub this week. Um, Pastors drinking game. Somebody said that we should start one. That sounds like a really bad idea. Yeah. Like when people listen to it. Yeah. yeah. Anything you do, you're going to be dead by the halfway point, so probably shouldn't. If anybody wants to do that, go for it. You're fully... uh, Fully don't don't mute. I didn't. That's not you, buddy. Calm down. Should we go over the uh, phone number again for the live thing? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, four eight four pastards. <laughs> I know what this is. <laughs> if you tell me you don't know this song, I'm walking out of the house, Michael, right now. Are you serious? Hold on. Damn you, Tommy Two Tone! <laughs> what is this song? You don't know this song. It was probably in the seventies, right? Seriously? I'm literally no. leaving. I swear to God, I'm walking right off what is this, this podcast. I can't believe you don't song. know this. Is this is this that song Taylor Swift covered? <laughs> you got your number. You don't know this? Never heard it. Okay, you will hear in a second. This is our number. Oh, is that, yeah, I heard this song. No, it's four eight four pastard. 
Go to our website, gloriouspastors.com, and you can find it. If anybody wants to write a cover of that to our actual phone, that'd be great. That's a good one. Yeah, everybody, somebody do that. Who's the girl with the ukulele? Tracy. Tracy. Tracy with a Y. The girl with the ukulele. Tracy with a Y. Um, uh, we also talked about uh, there's 236 turds and only 152 reviews on you iTunes. bastards. People who support us financially but won't leave us a fucking review. It takes 30 seconds, seriously. We also talked about Turd Talk. Click five stars and be done with it. Turd Talk with D- David Ellis. It was a great conversational. Um, see you at the poll. How do you guys feel about see you at the poll? Nope. I think it's uh, standing around praying to a golden calf. How about you? <laughs> Same. Here's my biggest problem with it. I okay. So when I first started in youth ministry, of course I was. What was that like the 1970s? Yeah, it was. When I I participated in it with yeah. the kids, and it was a thing. It was and a thing. I saw no problem with it, and then I read uh, uh, Irresistible Revolution, and it got real itchy uh-huh. about it real quick. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not sure we should be doing this. Uh-huh. Irresistible Revolution by it's Shane Claiborne. Go really, read it. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> And here's the here's here's another problem with it. I mentioned this on the the thing. It gives kids a persecution complex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know one that that has a really almost bad one. always framed as this is like the only day that you can pray in school, which is total bullshit. Total bullshit. By the way, yeah, nobody can stop you from praying in school. Mm-mm. Not it's that's fake news. Yeah. All right, hashtag <clears throat> fake news. Uh, and so it, it automatically gives kids like this persecution complex where it, it, it almost a uh, a martyr complex, like by showing up and praying in front of the school, they're actually doing something for Jesus, which spoiler alert, you're not. Um, it's just, can you not just like, it's the whole idea. You're playing, praying around around a flag. flag. Yeah. Like pretty fucked up. It's like, it's pretty gross. It is. It's pretty gross. It's the Christian equivalent. If you want to pray at school, fine. Like I'm all for that. And if you want to read your Bible at school, that's I'm all for like whatever, man, like, it's the Christian of equivalent of some uh, flashing somebody at your D. But there's really something weird. And wait, wait, wait what? What? <laughs> like you know, flat. Like, hey, I'm a Christian. Check me out. Hey, it's like flashing somebody. Mm. Is it? Yeah. Never done that. Why don't you tell us what that's like? <laughs> well, Matt. No, <laughs> never mind. I forget. Does, I asked. Does the stump? Do you need does to the reenact st- it? Does the stump flash people on a regular <laughs> basis? <laughs> <laughs> you just run around naked in the country, don't you? Where oh. you live out there? Uh, no, no, I don't. My son used to, but he's he's, he's reformed. Um, anyway, I think see you at the poll is gross. I have no problem praying. Somebody, school. somebody like, posted, do your thing, but man, praying around a flag is just weird and really just mm. yeah, it's pretty impossible. Especially, especially in our current environment, yeah. it's yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, fantasy football update. Uh, Brian uh, O'Dean is still number one. My team is shit. Brian O'Dean is still number one. <laughs> so I benched uh, Larry Fitzgerald this week because he's done dick <laughs> in the first went, two yeah. weeks. And he went nuts. Career high receptions for nice. Larry Fitzgerald this week. <laughs> oh, and another guy that didn't hadn't scored more than two points on my bench. Yeah, I didn't put him in. He scored twenty three yeah. points yeah. too. Brian Hoyer. Darren Sproles. Hadn't started him yet. Put him in. Tore his ACL. Nope. He got his broke his wrist in the first quarter. Out for the rest of the game. And he tore his ACL. Oh, neat. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> my team is so bad. Yeah. yeah. Like I can't even afford I can't afford to make any mistakes. And I think my yeah. coaching rating was like 40% <laughs> this week. It was bad. Mine was 69%. Was oh my excited. god. And then, oh, and then nice. uh Derek Carr just completely forgot yeah. how to play yeah. football last I, week. Uh I benched Brian Hoyer for the first uh time. He's like terrible. But uh he scored 30 points. Like <laughs> yeah. Jesus. He Mer- hasn't scored above 10 Merce- all Mercedes year. Lewis, the Titans are the uh Jags tight end. And so I t- hasn't well, done anything. Scored I, 24 I points. My bench. whole lineup around it's going to completely yeah. bite me in the ass. I just, just I just I, leave it as it is. It's terrible. My yeah. team is so bad. So I'm ranked. Uh, there's 24 teams in the league. I've got to be what 20. Uh, Brad is 20th. Yeah. Matt, I, Matt is 10th, and then I'm, I'm really fifth. bad. Yeah. So, oh boy. All right. Um, let's do the Brian Zond giveaway. Yeah. Um, I am totally not prepared for this. So, um, how are we doing this? Uh, I'm just going to randomly choose them. I'm going to scroll really and tap one. Really? And wherever it we taps. We're just doing one of these a week or are we going to do all five? No, we're going to do all five. Let's not, let's not draw this out anymore. It's been two weeks, man. No point in drawing it out anymore. Do we need, a, we to we draw do we need a drum roll? Um, sure. You ready? Uh, no, I'm not ready yet. Let me get to <laughs> our page so I can. <laughs> I had it pulled up, but then Let's kill this you know the new iOS 11 lost my spot. Thanks, Obama. I know no other lyrics in the number. Does anybody? No. Yeah. I wonder what that means. I think it's a metaphor. <laughs> I think it has something to do about a mouth and the tip of his penis. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's right on point. Um, okay. So, that's a little on the nose there. <laughs> are, are, are we ready? Yeah, you ready? All right. I'm just going to randomly okay. sl- choose one. All right. Daniel Marin Perez. Hey. Uh, Danny Marin Perez. All right. Um, are you marking these down so we know? No. Can you write that down for no. me? No. Who? Uh, <laughs> at, hold on. Let me just. Uh, Danny Marin Perez, D A N N Y M A R I N P E R E Z. All right, uh, that's the first one. Good job, Danny. Hey, Being hey, randomly selected. Are you ready? Yep. Uh, Tyler Ericky. <laughs> uh, the Tyler A R A K I. The Tyler A I K I. A R A K I. A. What? A R A K I. Okay, the Tyler. The Tyler. A R A K I. Eric. Eric. All right. Eric E. Wait, there's a E there's on the I. end of that? I. A R A K I. A R A K I. Oh, A R A K I? Yeah. Yeah. A R A K I. They're never getting their books. Tyler Araki. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're going we're gonna to inbox you from, soon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, soon. Soon. Ready? Yeah, tonight we'll do it. All right. Ready? Laura Jean Truman Ooh. at Laura Jean Truman. That should be Jean G E A or J E A N. Yep. Uh, Truman, as in like, the Truman Show. Truman Show. Harry S. Who? Harry. <laughs> it's an underrated movie, by the way. The Truman Show. I'm, I'm surprised none of these have been turned so far. Yeah. No. You know why people yeah. hated that? Because it was his first movie where he yeah. wasn't talking out of his Truman ass. Show. Or yeah. Truman Show. It's fucking phenomenal. I like it. Or being, yeah. or being so born good. out of a rhino. Yeah. I think. That's, I mean, I just think people hate it because they were expecting a comedy. I can't mm-hmm. believe people hated it. And they're yeah, fucking it idiots. Good. I agree. All, All right. right. Next. Yep. Mark Anthony. With singer. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Nope. <laughs> the Roman? Oh, that's Mark Wait, Anthony. Is this a guy that's dating or married to Jennifer Lopez or something? Uh, nope. 
Huh. Uh, he, I think he's divorced from Jennifer I, Lopez. I figured he could afford his own books. <laughs> yeah, M A R K. Buy your own goddamn one. book. <laughs> That's right. Mark, M A R K, Ant, A N T, eight five eight. At two birthday. Eight five eight. Eight five eight. Mark okay. Ant. Eight, yep. eight five eight. All right. Is it, how many is it? We've That's got four. So far. One, one more. Last, Last one. one. Last one. Here we go. Big money, no whammies. <laughs> <laughs> That's a callback. All the right. Best game show ever. Oh man, that was great. Dan at one Dan minute. Hey. So not in the pub, but he needs to get in there. We're not giving him a book, and we're not sending him a book until, until he gets, gets in the, the pub. pub. Yeah, one Dan minute. All right, cool. Can you message me though, so I can get those people's addresses? Hold on. Right. Congratulations, Yay. everybody. Good job. Congratulations. <laughs> can you read their names so we kn- can we can at Danny Dammy <laughs> at Danny Marin Perez. At the Tyler Araki, at Laura Jean Truman, at Mark Ant eight five eight at one Dan minute. Sweet, good congrats. job, congratulations, congrats, congrats, congrats. people. We are we Those are whole process in four to six weeks. You've already bought the. Yeah. <laughs> you've already bought the book. You got to send in your rebate form. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> It'll be ten weeks. <laughs> all right, uh, we don't. You'll have be lucky bastards. if it's there before Christmas. Yeah. No, we don't have no fat bastards. Oh, we can't listen to the the DJ Jumbo Jangles. <laughs> oh, I forgot to I forgot to load it on my computer, so that's fine. <laughs> that gives me another week to to get my shit together. All right. Well, let's see. We go. Man, these sounds these songs sound so much better now that they're properly mixed. I had the high way up. I had the, the high end way, way super Okay, high. ready? I got two. All right. Uh, this is from mirror.co.uk. I'm looking at the man in the mirror. UK. I'm, I'm asking, asking him to change his ways. Is that the one with Macaulay Culkin? Uh, yes. No. Was that before was he touched him or after? Wow. Hmm. Well, it's probably during. Could have just, just left it at <laughs> singing the song, but no. We have to make pedophilia jokes. That's great. I'm really, really glad Holy to be on this podcast. Shit. Come for the 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 pumpkin reviews and Stop, stay shut for up. the shut pedophilia up. jokes. Stop right now. God, you're a bad person. He's he's just the worst. What about that monkey? I always wondered. Bubbles. Yeah, that poor monkey. Who knows what he's seen? He probably was always standing <laughs> was, in the closet. He was probably living on Jesus juice. Oh, who knows what he's seen? My God. Michael, please stop. Poor Bubbles. Michael, please stop. <laughs> All right. Something about mirror. <laughs> Michael. That's probably what he needs to do after he Michael. saw the things he's seen. <laughs> please stop hitting that. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. <laughs> A uh, man comes up with an utterly, utterly bizarre way to smuggle drugs involving Vegemite and cling film. Oh, no. <laughs> Vegemite. Okay. Uh, Australian man. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Australian man. Uh, otherwise, Another English convict. Just an English convict. A man, an Australian man, spread Vegemite all over his penis... Stuck a bag of drugs to it and Same. wrapped it up. Wrapped, <laughs> wrapped it up. <laughs> we just call that Friday night in my house. <laughs> Honey, bring the crackers. <laughs> get, the, get the crackers. I got the Vegemite. <laughs> you just tea, think, tea bag the jar. I think you have finally <laughs> offended me. <laughs> I feel offended. Uh, 
Michael, so, you just made a joke about pedophilia. Seriously, yeah, you're offended by that. Oh, yeah, you're talking about Michael Jackson molesting a, like Macaulay Culkin, but I'm the bad guy. Got it. And and Bubbles watching in the closet. Don't forget. I hate him so much. Right. Will you please just? So wait, so Vegemite, he 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 puts it on his schlong. He slopped it on yes. his dong. Yes. Uh, it, what's the benefit of that? Is it okay, just can is I it like finish sticky? Just they just call the they call it a schmear at Einstein Bagels. Yeah. Anyway, we got lots ahead. of schmears. <laughs> We've got a new harvest one for this season. <laughs> it's got pumpkin with some cinnamon and, and little Vegemite. Nutmeg undertones. <laughs> Go ahead. Rim shot. <laughs> really cleans, cleanses, cleanses your palate. Stop talking. A man spread Vegemite all over his penis, stuck a bag of drugs to it, and wrapped it in cling film. He was trying to sneak the illegal substance into a music festival. Okay, can I Just hold on, hold on. Uh, did it work? No. Uh, the radical young partier was attempting to f- take a few MDMA pills into... <laughs> okay, now it makes sense. Into what, li- are, what are MDMA? Molly. Oh. Into listen into uh, the Listen Out Festival in St Kilda, Australia. This makes so much sense. He, now. he clearly thought officers wouldn't search his penis, and the Vegemite. <laughs> and boy, are you wrong! Yeah. Like a cop's ever going to turn down a chance to touch a penis. I'm looking at that man in the mirror. Wow. Uh, he clearly thought officers wouldn't search his penis, and the Vegemite, Australia's favorite yeast-based sandwich spread, would deter the sniffer dogs. Oh, okay. Now I get it. Yeah, yes. You know, points yeah. for creativity, yeah. I guess. Uh, unfortunately <laughs> for the man, the pills were found. He was reprimanded. The sniffer dog's noses were too keen. 24 others were found, many of whom had also taped drugs to their penises. Apparently, this is an Australian what? thing. Like, apparently, just taping drugs to your dong is a thing in Australia. Oh. Um, we wow. found several males. What's had, the weirdest uh, thing you've taped to your dog? <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, the dogs are highly trained. The police said that, and they they know all highly the usual. Highly trained to sniff ball sweat. <laughs> they, they know they know all the usual hiding places. So oh, anyway, oh man! But they said they found several males that had drugs wrapped in plastic and wrapped around their penis. So S- several wow. males. That's yeah. uh, no, this okay. is a guy. This guy used Vegemite, but nobody else did. So well, he was forward he thinking. This guy's living. At, this guy's living in three thousand seventeen. Yeah, way ahead of his yeah. time. Oh man, that is. Okay, um, now I've got a good story. Uh, that one wasn't good. Well, a good story. Oh, not. is this one of the like the the heartfelt like? Yeah, it's a it's a palate cleanser. <laughs> it's a palate cleanser. Okay. Um, after the Vegemite, it's palate cleanser. Uh, this is from Good News Network. After finding heart wrenching note in mailbox, neighbor saves ninety year old woman from loneliness. Uh, it'd been five months <clears throat> five months since Marlene Brooks. Wow. You know, like usually I'm on board with using this song, but in this case, you are a shitty person. <laughs> You, you are just a garbage human. A gutter, a gutter human being. All right, let's go. <laughs> it's been five months since Marlene Brooks received the letter that changed her life, and since reading that letter, she has changed dozens of other lives for the better. Brooks, who lives in Park Hills, Missouri, Missouri, found a letter found a letter in her mailbox from down the street back in April. The letter read, Mrs. Question Mark, she didn't know her name, would you consider being my friend? I'm 90 years old, live alone, and all my friends have passed away. I am so lonesome and scared. Please, I pray for someone. Aww. Yeah, mm, the letter had been sent by Wanda Mills, an elderly woman who lived two houses down from the 37-year-old Brooks. Upon reading the heart-wrenching note, Brooks paid a visit to the 90-year-old neighbor, and she now visits Mills four times a week. Um, the result is a life-changing friendship. Even though Mills now lives in a nursing home, Brooks stops by for daily visits with her kids and husband for extra company. Uh, Brooks' relationship with Mills also spurred her to start Pen Pals for Seniors, oh. an organization dedicated to ending the isolation of lonely elders by 
pairing them with pen pals. Hell yes, man. God, I needed that story. Yeah, no, wow. That's that's good stuff. So thank you for uh, for doing that to Marlene for wow. Being, really a, cool. being a good human. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's, well, it's kind of going to be a great segue mm-hmm. into mine. Well, I mean, that's, you know, our neighbor across the street, Joanne, when she yeah, lived there, she I mean, was great. You know, her son spent most of his time in jail, in and out of jail, on drugs and everything else. And she just really didn't have anybody. And she kind of adopted our kids. Yeah. And they, she watched our kids for us. We mowed her lawn. Yeah. She and, was awesome. Um, we actually just saw her last weekend, actually. She came down to visit. <clears> so, <throat> so anyway, that's it's just, awesome. it, yeah, it's, it's, it's just one of those things that's so easy. Like, yeah, it, it involves a commitment. I mean, it involves time and a commitment, but man, to to be able to just just cure somebody's loneliness. I mean, that's a, that's kingdom shit right there. Yeah, so. good stuff. Yeah, uh, not good stuff. Uh, porn couple busted for filming X-rated movies inside Burger King. Oh, Burger King! Burger King. Man, was I it, almost had one somebody, that was at Domino's Pizza. Was the soundtrack I, the Humpty Dance? It was definitely uh, some flame broiled goodness. <laughs> Man, there was another story about Domino's Pizza where somebody got some. Like I didn't. So it's this not my this gets this gets the, this gets the, even better. In the '69, did the Humpty nose tickle? Or it rigor? ain't it ain't just Burger King. Oh, they gosh. found out. A Randy couple are facing Randy. Randy are facing jail for allegedly making a series of explicit public porno films, including one in a Burger King. Oh, Police in Louisiana say they discovered images which suggest the pair filmed graphic scenes inside a public library, Neat. supermarket, and the popular fast food restaurant. They've Burger been jailed King. on obscenity charges. Uh, hey, question. Hold on. Did he, he have it his way? Well, hmm. I think he had it a number of ways, <laughs> according to the. Uh, was it was it fast? <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. Uh, apparently, according to this, you can look them up on Pornhub because they have their own channel. Was was the order so, just right? Uh, what's uh, what's that channel? Well, uh, it, uh, I need to do some research. I'm sure you've already subscribed to it. Don't worry about it. Uh, their names are Elizabeth Jernigan and Rex Jernigan, uh, 33 oh, yeah. and 35. I've Jernigan, I've seen them. Damn near. Burn again. Uh, damn near blew him in a bathroom at Burger King. Uh, let's see. They recorded themselves performing sexual activities on each other and uploaded them to a porn site. Neat. Um, they said the Pornhub videos seem to show the wife exposing herself and masturbating inside various businesses at the Southland Mall in Huma, Louisiana. Oh, gosh. Including a Burger King. The public um, library video includes similar hey, hey. explicit exploits and concludes with Elizabeth performing oral sex on her husband in front of a magazine rack. Holy shit. Wow. These are, you talk about gutter human beings. Yeah. Question. Uh, Seriously. I mean, like, what the hell are you doing? Does it show her her making her order of a, a Whopper with extra mayonnaise? <laughs> I hate you so much. You are just no. Gross. Here's the thing. Like, You're just gross. Here, here's the problem: is that we bring these stories. Yeah, and we we know. I know. We know where we it's going to lead. We just fucking teed him up. <laughs> oh God! Is that all you got? Please no, be all you've got. It isn't. The sequel supersize me in McDonald's. <laughs> okay, that's pretty. Good, that's not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. are they going to jail? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're for, for, for public obscenity, fornication, obscenity charges. Mm. Yeah. So uh, can't slap your meat out in public. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, so. where can you do it nowadays? <laughs> Come no, on. Right? I mean, if you can't get blown in a public <laughs> library, I mean, what the hell's life anymore? Well, I mean, you can I, do it. You just can't record it. Right. Right. <laughs> no. Is that what's going on? I don't think that's how that works. Oh, okay. Uh, passenger caught with one kilogram of gold neatly inserted in his rectum. 
Damn, Damn near, near killed, killed him. him. There we go. That feels like we got finally got it off. Uh, a man was arrested <laughs> so in, people Sri- in the library. Sri yeah. Lanka's airport after customs discovered he was smuggling 2.2 pounds of gold pieces inside oh his body. Oh, my gosh. This is Here's so like- good. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is so good. Later, with the help of a metal detector, they discovered 904 grams of gold, quote, carefully packaged in polythene bags and neatly inserted. So at least he was neat about it and didn't well, just shove them up say, there. As opposed to haphazardly well, inserted. Come like, on, how do buddy. you neatly insert gold into your ass? I don't understand. He cleaned what, it out. He, did, he had a colon between, cleanse the night before. What is the difference before? between a neat insertion and a not neat insertion? I'm confused I'd Say here. one has shit and blood and the other one doesn't. Oh Jesus. <laughs> well, yeah. okie doke. Well, I'm done. I think somebody's <laughs> at the door. Really? Oh. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, God damn it. Brandon Andrews is here. Bra- <laughs> Bronson Van Dreesen, ladies and gentlemen, just walked oh, in. Oh, man. The door. Let me get a mic. <laughs> What's up, baby? Here you go. I you can't can use by the way, here. I knew he was coming. Uh, did you really? I did, yeah. <laughs> so I heard you've been talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> I had oh, no idea. You've missed Michael being a horrible human being tonight. Yeah, stick around. It'll probably get worse. So. Are you hanging out? Just for a little bit. All right, cool. Oh, man. We should probably cut this and then... Uh, no, no. No? Keep all talking. right. Let's just all the dead air. That's, uh, that's, that's really, really great. Yeah, grab something in there to drink. Oh, my God. What the? Just drop your mic. <laughs> Listen to let the, real, let the, real let mic the dulcet tones of Tommy Two-Tone wash over you. <laughs> His mic's right there. Yeah, right there it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he texted me earlier. He's like, I'm going to be in Canby picking something up. I may just come by. All right. I'm not telling the guys. <laughs> you know what's really crazy? I actually said today to Matt. I told him that. Yeah, this topic we're talking about, I feel like uh, Bronson Van Dreesen should be here for this. And uh, DJ here Jumbo you are. Jingles. T- DJ Jumbo Jingles. Uh, you have his headphones out, too? Yeah, man. You d- I didn't even notice you, you had a separate pair of headphones on the table. You yeah. really were. Yeah. Does he have a uh, mic stand? Uh, there's right. one right behind him. <laughs> yeah. This is a do-it-yourself podcast, yeah. Brian. I, I didn't. Brian. Brian. <laughs> you literally just called him Brian. Okay. So, well, since since Brandon wasn't here for the uh, newsfeed pieces, I've decided I'll just do all of them again. Um, Wait, what? No. I'm kidding. I'm no, kidding. we're not doing that. Um, so, uh, a product update. Uh, Are you done with your butt smuggling story? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, gold, gold in the ass. Yep. So there you go. <laughs> Neatly inserted, according to police. <laughs> yes. So he was really careful about it. Um, okay. Uh, pumpkin spice uh, food spray is out. So you can get uh. spray. You can literally Wait, spray wh- pumpkin spice over any kind of food, and I then just, it's pumpkin spice. Like, I'm fine with pumpkin stuff. Like, yeah. I'm not against it like a lot of people are, but that just seems a little... I don't know. There we go. There he is. Hey, buddy. Hey, so it was Amanda who posted that about the... Uh, pumpkin in a can that it's not even yeah it's not pumpkin. even pumpkin yeah unbelievable yeah what is it uh, squash yeah uh, oh. so it's you know it's in, similar, in, in, I guess. in Indiana we call it squash squash or yams <laughs> yeah ah, yam it you have to wash it before you eat it <laughs> um wash your squash <laughs> you can also get uh, gingerbread spray and cinnamon spray too so can you wear his deodorant and of course it's organic <laughs> I do it's organic too so you should probably just you know. Never mind. I was going to say something about Vegemite. Why do you smell like a white girl wearing Ugg boots? <laughs> Using it instead of Vegemite, anyone? 
<laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Okay. Uh, also, uh, Tom Brady uh, thinks that uh, if he drinks two two point five gallons of water uh, a day, it makes him immune to sunburn. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> fuck him on so many levels. <laughs> God, why did we never fire him into the sun? We I mean, seriously. We, uh, two people we desperately missed, Stephen A. Smith and, and Tom Brady. Well, Stephen A. Smith and Cl- Skip Bayless together. Okay, we could just put, yeah. them, together. put them together. And then, uh, Tom, and then Brady. Tom Brady. I can't believe we didn't fire him and Belichick and the entire Patriots organization. And yeah. the, just the entire Northeast. The, enti- <laughs> the entire Northeast. Literally except thinks for, that except water for, uh, Walker, Texas yeah, Walker, Texas Ranger. Ranger. Yeah. Literally thinks that uh, him drinking a bunch of water can prevent God, What an idiot. He's, he is the Gwyneth Paltrow he of is. the NFL. It literally, it totally that's is. one of the things. I bet, you, yeah. anything the ste- I bet you anything he steams his vagina. I bet you anything. <laughs> I'm calling it right now. He herb steams his vagina. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He'll never convince me otherwise. <laughs> Oh, well, there's that. Probably should have just gone home, buddy. <laughs> just should've turn should have drove right around. around. <laughs> uh, this is the local... I'm sorry, honey. I'll, I'll be home late. I'm doing a meaningful podcast. <laughs> yes. We, we uh, wait touch to hear, people. Wait to hear one of our five-star five reviews. Um, <laughs> IU student survives three days locked... This is local, so Bloomington. Yeah. Uh, survives three days locked in a cave after a group oh, gets him. Forced to lick moisture from the cave walls. Wow. So I've done that before? You've licked walls? <laughs> Outside the walls? Licked licked on the inside of the walls. Cue it up. <laughs> I knew it was coming. There we go. Uh, You're listening to author and speaker Brandon Andrews. <laughs> Man, I can't go anywhere. No, you can't. Um, uh, well, you, you tied yourself to this podcast. Yeah. So. Uh, you, you, hit your, or worse. you hit your car to the biggest morons in town. This is what happens. <laughs> I'm going to come out with a new intro song. <laughs> yeah. we'll, uh, we'll just steal that, too, and use it. So <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, exactly. you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. So a dude was in there for three days. Um, Man. Yeah, supposedly they had like a like some kind of protocol to count people. And boy, that, uh, that worked that well. Work. There was only like 12 of them or something Sounds like, like that. Sounds like a balloon. Like, there wasn't problem. even that many. Yeah, we, so, left, we left Jim back in the cave. He sucks anyway. So his parents... <laughs> Let him lick the walls. He'll be fine. His parents texted him on Monday and he didn't respond. And they knew something was wrong, so they filed a missing persons report. That's when the members Jeez, of the, claving, the caving club... Found out he was missing. Like and then in three they days, you don't notice one of your friends is gone. Seriously, like, that is messed up. Yep. Wow. Where's three Ki- days? Where's Skip at? Dude, uh, that would be terrifying. Which, like, yeah. which fraternity was that? Yeah, it was. For real. It was not. I mean, it, it, he's a, actually <laughs> that would, a that imagine, native. Okay, I have three kids. Imagine being the parent, mm-hmm. and every once in a blue moon at IU, a person disappears and mm-hmm. they turn up dead or they never found. Like, yeah. Did he yeah. have to cut his arm off? No. <laughs> Is this going to be another extreme. James Franco vehicle here in a couple of years? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a really good joke. I like that. <laughs> All right. Uh, I have one more. So, um, hi- history books. Um, you, people write those. By the way, being, being trapped in a cave like my utter, like an yeah. utter nightmare. That is a God, living you imagine, for I me. Mean, would he even be able to see no. when he comes out? I mean, you imagine how the brightness? That's crazy, I don't know. man. He's a turn. He's that's a, it's a Batman origin story. It's the last <laughs> time he goes spelunking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he says he's taking a break from spelunking. Yeah, well, probably a good idea. That's, I can imagine. That's All right. Safer you know, above Tom Brady steams his vagina. Did you know that? <laughs> I heard we covered that. Well, did we? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Go ahead, Michael. That's, uh, that's your... not hashtag fake news. <laughs> um, so, uh, people write history books, as we know. Um, Saudi Arabia has a, a ministry of education that uh, copies, uh, makes textbooks. Cannot possibly be worse than Betsy DeVos. Um, 
So it emerged that they um, <laughs> they had a picture in their book of King. I'm going to butcher this last name. Yep. Faisal. Fossil. Faisal. Faisal. <laughs> Probably Spell not Fossil. F A I S A L. Faisal. 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 Yeah. Uh, he's signing the UN uh, uh, United Nations Charter in 1945. This is the guy that Trump talked really tough about, and then he blew him when he went over there. It was a, it was a, this was 1945, <laughs> so I don't think he's around. He may be. Who knows? Um, anyway, so they posted a picture of him signing it. Um, let me just show you the picture. And this is in the actual um, book, the history book. <laughs> <laughs> so next to him is, is Yoda. So, so they took a photograph, so the, an artist. Uh, that is magnificent. That is the best picture I've ever had imposed uh, Yoda next to him while he's signing We it. have got to post that picture. So, uh, oh, that's incredible. So the, the editor. We need to make that our banner on Twitter. The editor of the book, who I assume is now beheaded, uh, said, I meant no offense to the king at all. Um, it's a great honor because Yoda's so wise. Yep. That's oh amazing. Oh, my God. That is so great. It's unclear how many copies of the textbook exist, but uh, the world being what it is, it probably will, won't be long before one uh, finds sale on the That internet. is incredible. That's pretty good. Wow. Yeah. Accidental Yoda. <laughs> yep. That's amazing. Oh, man. Good stuff. Yeah. That's it? That's, that's All right. it, friends. Too foofy we go. Too foofy. Maybe. Um, Jesus, find the button, Michael. It's, it's the 85th. <laughs> it's a good mashup. I hate that song. Because we've totally ruined it for you now. You'll never listen to it. Stop it. Jeez. But you had you had lunch with the uh, the artist of uh, I the did. Song. I had lunch with Lucas of podcast fame, Lucas yeah. Allen. Yeah. Uh, we ate uh, a Thai buffet, and it was delicious. And I had way too much sandball paste, and I'm paying for <laughs> a it bow right ties now. or skinny ties. That's great. That's a really good joke. Can we start? Yeah. Okay. Jesus. God. Red Skelton. God. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> Looks like you guys did fat pastards. Right? We did not no, have fat pastards. This had, was a palate cleanser because we had about nine different we, beers. We had <laughs> four pumpkins. Ritz, you want a, there's these new things called Ritz crackers. They're amazing. <laughs> They're all empty, unfortunately. <laughs> Look at that. If you'd like to drink some it's of my terrible. backwash. Oh, it's no. garbage, yeah. It's not garbage. Right. So the, these two were the top two. Wow. Yep. These two were garbage. Oh, okay. This one was the worst. Well, I don't know about garbage. The Kentucky one was garbage. The The Ballast Point wasn't garbage. It was okay. It was better than what we it expected. It was fine. I wouldn't go out of my way to buy a bunch of it, but um, yeah, the other two were really nice. Yeah. I don't know what we're talking about, so. Okay. Matt. <laughs> yeah. Lead Hope you're off. prepared, Brandon. What are we talking about? <laughs> exactly. Matt's um, trying to get his headphones back on. There we go. So before we go into what we're talking about, I want to preface it a little bit with some of the events of this past week, uh, weekend. Yeah. Um, and I'll just, I'll make some comments and you guys can comment if you want, and then we'll go into the actual, what we really want to talk about. So... Obviously, this weekend um, at the NFL, there was a whole whole thing with kneeling and with not kneeling. It's Spend all your time <laughs> See, that's a good use of that. Is it? 
That's that's a live look at Trump supporters when, this a, is when my a black soundboard. person kneels. I literally had that song on there twice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I want to talk about that for just a second. It's, it's a preface to leading into what we're going to talk about. All right. Because it, it had a profound effect on a lot of people and positively and negatively. Yeah. Yeah. And it had a, it affected our people like our Patreon supporters, yeah. and the pub members and stuff yeah. like that. It, it was lit. Their, it was lit. Yeah. I mean, we were there posts all the time about I'm in this conversation with this person on my wall and blah, blah, blah. So just a few comments about this. First, um, the protests are not about the flag and they're not about the anthem. It was it, the, when this started back in Octo- October of last year with Colin Kaepernick kneeling during national anthem. It was, in, it was a protest against police brutality and, in, and racial injustice, period, full stop. That's what it's still about, despite what the racist in chief has said. Right. That's, and all he's doing is stoking yep. racial resentment, period. Yep. And <clears throat> he's, he's on, he's, uh, I saw a comment of somebody who has inside information. That's exactly what he's intentionally doing. Of course he he's is. He's stoking the racial resentment. Of course. Base. It, just, it just plays so into his hand. Plays into his hand. Yeah. That's all he's doing. So he's made it about him. He's made it about the flag. He's made it about the anthem. It's not about that, and it's never been about that. It's about police brutality against African Americans yep. and minorities, and it's about racial injustice. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I, I heard a couple comments this week on a couple podcasts I was listening to that really stuck with me. One is that the protest. A lot of people are like, "Well, it just I'm just not comfortable with it." Well, you shouldn't be because protests are supposed to make <laughs> you not really supposed to be comfortable. Protests are supposed, supposed to make to be you a disruption. Yes, it's supposed to be a disruption. It's supposed to make you uncomfortable. It's oh, and to by make the way, one of the it. most least disruptive thing, one of the least disruptive things you can do is kneel during the, the yeah exactly. I mean, national. That's anthem. the thing. People are like They're not disrupting anything, no. and people are still freaking out yeah. about it. Yeah. Oh God. Um, so. It, Protests are supposed to make us uncomfortable. So if you're uncomfortable, there's probably a reason you're uncomfortable. Yeah. And it's not because of the flag. You don't care. The same people that care about the flag. Yeah, the same ones the scratching anthem, their balls and drinking beer at home, the sitting at home. on their couch. So don't even, yeah, don't even go there. So that, and actually, that, what you said actually leads to it. Because you don't, you don't get to decide how people protest when the issue doesn't directly affect you. And maybe that's just my opinion. But yeah. I mean, police brutality does not affect me directly. But, it affects people I know. And... I don't think I can get to decide how these people protest. No, I, people learned are like, a, I learned a long time ago to like, I don't get to tell African Americans how they should feel. I don't get to do that. Or any minority. And I shouldn't get to, or any minority. Yeah. I don't, I shouldn't get to do that. I don't do that. Well, and I think that's a lesson that a lot of people just haven't learned. I mean, they think, well, you shouldn't do it that way. Well, that's not for you to say, like, that's not your job. Yeah. You're not the arbiter of like, how people should be angry, or why they should be angry, or how they should protest—it has nothing to do with any white. People well, and there's—I mean, there's all these criticisms of like, well, they, they shouldn't protest like that. Well, you, you don't want them to riot. Right, you were pissed during yeah, Ferguson. That's the frustrating thing yeah. is, is yeah. they don't—they've complained about every way that they yeah. protested, well, but haven't given yeah. a, a way for them to protest without them being offended by it. Yep. Yeah, and that's what—that's what it's about. So like, I don't want to be offended by this. I don't want to have to see it and deal with it. And yeah. so you can't do it this way. You can't do it this way. You can't do it this way. Well, that doesn't, there's nothing left at that point. I mean, yeah, right. There's nothing more. I mean, there can't be anything less. Well, and fun fact, that's what African-Americans hear is that we just want you to shut up. That's why yeah. when, when, yeah. you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we don't want you to protest. We just want you to shut up and take whatever we give you. That's well, exactly what that is. We just don't want to be as white people. We don't want to be confronted by it because it means yes. it's, we have to deal with it at that yeah. point. Yep. Um, so there's that you don't, it, there, I saw I saw some tweets of the, all these right wingers are saying, 
well, there were still black people murdered and there were still, nobody is not poor now because of this. And it's like, well, that's not why they're doing it. (laughs) It doesn't solve anything in the short term. That's not what it's meant to do. It's not meant to solve anything in the short term. It's meant to raise awareness that there's a spark of conversation, that, that there's a fucking problem in this country, a huge problem in this country that's getting worse day by the day. And that's being stoked by our, our supposed leader. It, it, it's this, this 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 racial tension that's being, in, in police brutality and all this stuff. And it's not going to solve that in the short term. That's not going to go away tomorrow because a bunch of NFL players kneeled for the national anthem. That's not what it's meant it, to can do. Can we also talk about the fact that like I'm so freaking sick of white people seeing white people go. I'm so tired of these spoiled millionaires talking about how yeah. they're oppressed. Yeah, it's not no, fucking it's not about that. fucking about them. A, yeah. they're doing it for other people that don't have their privileged position. Oh, and B, one of those privileged millionaires almost got shot by fucking cops in Vegas yeah. running away from a gunman. Yeah. Almost got shot. One of those rich yeah. millionaires that are so, quote, privileged mm-hmm. almost got shot because he's black. Mm-hmm. So let's just, in that fucking argument, that charade, just stop. Yeah. All right. Um, and then the, the one other thing, and then we can go into the yeah. sort of the meat of it, is that there it's a long march to change. Yeah. Yeah. The you know, most protests of these sort aren't popular in the moment. Um I actually heard on one of the podcasts there were Gallup statistics of the March on Washington with Martin Luther yep. King. It, it was, was like the a, same argument, it by was, the way. It was like it was like a twenty three percent approval rating at the time. I mean, it wasn't. Right. Popular. And they were talking the same arguments yes. that people are talking yes. now. Yeah. It's not gonna. It's not gonna. It's not gonna change in the short term. It's a long march to change. It took a long time for the civil rights movement to have an effect. We're technically we're really still in that movement. Mm-hmm. I mean, like it's gone backwards at this point, and so we're there's a new civil rights movement that's that's coming up, and it's gonna make white people uncomfortable. Yep. And there's gonna be a terrible approval rating for it. But approval rating doesn't mean that it's not effective, and it doesn't <clears> mean it's not needed. Right. Public opinion cannot determine necessarily yeah. what is best. Especially white public yes, opinion. Yes, exactly. What is best for all people in this country. Right. Uh, we need to get to the point where it's all people that have, like every, and I'm not saying all lives matter. I'm not using that argument. I'm saying, well, I am using an argument. Well, they but, do. But, no, not, not, but not, not in the same way. Not in the, the same way. Equality. Not in the same way. It's, it's yeah. equality. There needs to be, a, yeah. like, until there's equality, this movement needs to continue. Yeah. For for, yes. for the black community, for Hispanics, yeah, for, for Asian Americans, for yeah. whoever. It needs LGBT, to continue. Yes, yeah. everybody. Yep. Any 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 minority that's being marginalized and oppressed and pushed to the pushed to the edges, it needs to continue until that no longer happens. Yep. So, okay. So now what we're talking about tonight? Yes. So my uh, Philly dad, you're gonna call now. Um, <laughs> aren't you on vacation? Hi, He's on vacation. Hi, Haven't talked to him in days. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, He's going to call Matt next. He is, absolutely, guaranteed. Yeah. Oh, I've got you put that sucker on vibrate. Yeah. Um, so along those lines, so there's been a lot of discussion in the pub and a lot of people screenshotting things of like, mm-hmm. I had this argument with so-and-so, a friend, family member, yeah. former friend, whatever. And I got to thinking about this of when... Okay, is it ever okay to walk away from family and friends because of disagreements, political or otherwise, theological. Is it ever okay? And if so, when is it okay to do that? Yeah. Does listen, that make sense? Like, because I, I think to, a lot of people are struggling right now of, yeah. do I keep this person in my life or do I just move on? Yeah. And what does that look like? And what does that look like to move on? Is that Christian? Is that, I mean, to not to use a cliche, but what would how would Jesus approach this? Yeah. WWJD. Yeah. I, I think it's important to to state right off the, the bat that like 
no matter what we say tonight, every situation is different. It is, and I don't. Yeah. And I don't every situation. And is this different. is probably going to be one of those where we don't have a ton of answers, but mm-hmm. a lot of questions. Yeah. Um, because we're trying to figure this out too. When I listen to uh, I listen to Autumn Marie Cox's podcast with friends like these, mm-hmm. um, not all the time, but I listen to a few here and there. She's talking about her in laws are Trump supporters. Where her husband was a yeah Republican. I don't think he is anymore. Yeah, I don't think he's now. Um, <laughs> but you know, her and her in laws are Trump supporters. A lot of his family is yeah. and. She said there were t- there was something she sat down everything is Thanksgiving watching ESPN and something about Colin Kaepernick came up and like a brother in law or some some relative was in there too and made comments about it and she said we're not going to agree and she had to get up and just leave like she yeah. she kept doing it and she just had to leave she had to leave yeah. the room and I, I think it's. I think I think I think we're fairly fortunate. Like you're not quite as fortunate, Michael. Yeah. Our, no. our family really doesn't. Bring they just don't talk about it. And even even it. our conservative parents think he's a clown. Yeah. So but like it's. But even even mm, before that, yeah, there are things we just don't bring up. Yep. And, yeah. Because we're just in different places, and so I think we're probably fortunate in that respect that that is the case for us. But so, I know you're not that way, Michael. Yeah. For sure. so, so yeah, with I mean, I, and I love my family. We just by and large don't discuss it. Um, and when we do discuss it, I stand my ground and it makes for a lot of conflict, uh, not in a turn, not in sense of, of, uh, well, there have been times I've been super disrespectful. Um, <laughs> yeah, there just have been, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, I, I wish, I wish that weren't the case. Um, but, uh, by and large, we just, we totally avoid the, any kind of conflict. Yeah. Um, and then inevitably everybody gets their jabs out. Yeah. So it's kind of an elephant in the room sort of situation. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So we just don't watch Fox News when I'm, you know, so the, I mean, the new, (laughs) it's interesting because the New Testament has some instances of the idea of excommunication, the idea of, you know, Paul talks to Timothy about people that he handed over, quote, handed over to Satan. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know about you guys. I just hand him over to Brandon Andrews. I mean, even even Jesus talks about at times shaking the dust off your feet if you don't find hospitable yeah. atmosphere. Jesus I, was the first one to say shake what, it off. So here's the, the thing. So so here's the it thing. Taylor what, Swift. It was Jesus. What does what does any of that mean? And does any of that apply to what we're talking about? Because because the the, the the passage where Paul he ta- he's talking to Timothy and he talks about he says among them are Hymenaeus and Alexander whom I have handed over to Satan to be taught not to blaspheme he's talking that whole passage the context of that isn't false teachers mm-hmm. um, people that teachers that aren't teaching the truth of the loving sacrifice of Christ you know what I mean like mm-hmm. so whatever so. Does that apply at all to this kinds of stuff, like to the political theological arguments? We, the reality is we live in a deeply divided nation, and it's getting worse, and I'm not sure I see a way back from it. Like, yeah. at this point, I feel like with social media, like, it's just the gap is just going to keep getting larger and larger and larger, and I'm not sure. I would I'm, say I'm, within I'm, the context of, um, of there is a point that that's what we, that that's why it works is because there is a point where you do say, "All right, that's enough." I'm okay, done. so what's that point? But what's though? that? Yeah, I mean, again, I think that's. I mean, uh, I'm just mean in, in the argument of is it okay to 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 take a step back or is you just have to keep going and keep button heads and keep button heads? I think what Jesus is saying at some point, you it's okay to give up on that, on give up on your argument with them. But do you, okay, so to give up on the argument, fine, but do you give up on them? Do you move on? Do you cut communication with them? 
family friends. I depend. I think um, it depends on how healthy or unhealthy the relationship okay, so is. So I, I think you know we have we have people in the pub. If you were sexually that, abused by your dad, then, no, okay, I'm not talking about then, sexual abuse. You know what abuse. I mean? No, like no, no, any that, kind of mental abuse or anything like that. I'm, like I'm talking, I'm not talking about th- those instances. Absolutely, yeah. get the fuck away. Like I don't think that's even a question. Yeah, like that's yeah, that's that's something completely. I'm talking. I think we're about talking about in the realm of what we're the realm. This. this type of division. Um, like I said, a lot of it stems around political, which in this case, in this country, also has a lot to do with theological. Fortunately or unfortunately, for sure. Um, what we have people in the pub that are like, you know, my Nate, my relative ex is a Nazi, like a fucking Nazi. Like, so do you try to love that person to change or you just tell them, that's fine. You can be a Nazi. I'm not going to be anywhere near you and nor is my family. And we're going to cut you off. Yeah. Does that isolate them to the point where they go, maybe that can bring about some change? Do they at some point go, I have nobody left? At some ins- I mean, I mean, I think in some cases they can, or, but it can also entrench. I mean, yeah. it, it, I mean, it says in scripture that Pharaoh's heart was hardened. Again, I mean, any time that it looked like he was going to change, it he hardened his heart against it. And I think people can get to that point. I think a good point where they're so far gone that they think they're so right and so entrenched in their opinions that they just they'll cast out everybody. So is that what it yeah. means to hand somebody over? I to think Satan? so. Because I mean, the Satan means the deceiver. Yeah. Okay. It's not a person. I don't think there's a person mm-hmm. with a freaking pitchfork and a fucking trident. I, I, like I, you know, in a fork tail. I don't think it has anything to do with that. That's Neptune. That'd be fucking awesome there's if a, it was. There's a, there's a, like the dad from Little Mermaid. They, they, you know, they talked about they talked about like a a malevolent force. Yeah. A they, they they literally meant the deceiver, the liar, the accuser. And Paul says that he handed these people over to the accuser. The like, so what does that? What does that you, even I, mean? I think does it, that mean that he basically just? It's basically just a fuck off then. And just I, like I think you, it's you're going to make your decisions yeah. and I'll let you make your decisions and you can go ahead and fuck. And you can live, you can live with the consequences of what you're just of where you're headed. But you're going to do it without me. I think that's what that means. I don't think it's I don't think it's in the context that we've always heard it in is like. So, OK, so then devil's advocate, how do we square that with the cross? <laughs> Van Dreesen, what say you? Mm, I hate this topic. I know you do. I know. <clears throat> well, not even. <laughs> Everyone to be a be a fat bastard. Um, By the way, I love that that was your kids on that song. Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So two of the three kids were just hanging out, and it was, I love that your little son was. Yeah, in it. yeah. My fourteen-year-old daughter and my six-year-old son. That's so great. We're like, Dad, are we allowed to say that? No, it was funny because they had never done any kind of production like that. So when we were recording it, I said, "Just go away, and when I'm finished with it, I'll let you hear it." And when Will came back, he's the six-year-old. He was like. His eyes yeah. got so big. Like, how in the world did you do that? That's so great. That's great. Uh, anyway, man, we live in we live in interesting times, and it kind of seems like that. My wife was saying the other day, just looking at Facebook, that everybody has an opinion about everything. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, granted, that's their platform to put it out there, but. It's that everyone has become so rigid and so um, kind of stuck in and grounded in that position that they have. There's no conversation. No. There's no, there's absolutely no contemplation. 
there's no reflection whatsoever. Mm. And so, you know, I, I, I hate social media. That's the thing. It's, <laughs> I, I absolutely yeah. hate it. Yeah. And there, there's elements where, you know, I had my birthday the other day, I get a million yeah. happy birthdays mm-hmm. and it's like, that's a great thing. Yeah. But on the other hand, it's, it's torturous to get onto it. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's so contemptuous ever since, you know, I mean, it's been a long time. Yeah. It's been yeah. contemptuous for a very long yeah. time. Did you like my, the gift I gave you of a uh, loss in fantasy football? How's that, how'd that make you feel? <laughs> I didn't even notice. Um, <laughs> no, but, that's not true because I pointed it out. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's just getting so contemptuous. It is. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I think that, I don't know, there's a real sadness because in the social media realm, there's no, it's not real life. It's not yeah. sitting at a table. It's not looking at someone in the eye. And you know, maybe that wouldn't be any better nowadays, but I've also seen recently people who disagree who actually got together mm-hmm. and listened to one another and talked through it and could understand each other's positions. And yeah. so, you know, there's an element to social media that is absolutely heartbreaking. It makes it makes ugly people more ugly, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I think that it's that it's at that place where, you know, you're asking how do you move forward with this where you have family that are on a completely different page when when you have family who is you know maybe going beyond just disagreeing but then pushing into your space yeah you know beyond what you're comfortable with and so you know the fortunate thing is that in social media you have the luxury being that it's so depersonalized to cut that off yeah yeah you know to you, you have easy ways to set boundaries with a person to say you know, right now I can't handle having a conversation with you about politics because we disagree. And I know that you're very set in your position and so am I. So let's just agree to disagree on this. And I I want you to respect that. And I I think that maybe that's a real first step on social media of creating those boundaries that we need. And and there's nothing un-Christ-like about that. You know, I, I, I've unfriended numerous family members and like my wife's family, some of them. And I, I don't feel bad about it at all. Like I, I I think we need to make a distinction. Social media is not real life. That's exactly. So like, I don't have a problem with cutting people off on social media. I'm like, it's fucking social media. I don't owe you shit. It's for entertainment. And if you're getting in the way of that entertainment, I'll cut you off in a heartbeat. You know what I mean? Like, it's the same reason, like, with Twitter. I, I got back on today. I'm going to regret <laughs> it. I'll be gone in two days. Don't yeah, worry about don't it. Don't worry about it. But I had been off yeah, for... Brandon Andrews. I had been off for... <laughs> dear Lord. I had been off for over a month. And I, I was just yeah. like, I I basically got back on today just to go through all my uh, Chelsea Football Club tweets. Uh, they played today. <laughs> but, um, so, I like, I think there has to be a distinction... I don't think there's anything wrong or unchristlike about hitting the unfriend yeah. button on a family. No. I want to say I want to say like, one. So I'm different than that. So I, I instead of unfriending family and friends, um, I just don't post shit on well, social I don't media, either. and yeah, that's the thing. I don't, I, I don't, especially on Facebook. I literally. You look at my <laughs> Facebook wall. You wouldn't even know that I, I was think, an inglorious pastor. I, I know it's like nothing but yeah. like there's nothing but Star uh, Wars and coffee. So it's only the pub for me. Like yeah. I think yeah. the other day I got a notification from Facebook like you haven't posted on your wall in six months or whatever. Yeah. I was like, I don't. <laughs> yep. You know, um, 
Because it, it seems like no matter what you post, well, actually, guy shows up. It can oh, be the most sure. innocuous shit. Yeah. And somebody's like, oh, I don't think it's funny. I don't. God, like, you know, so I, I'm the same way. I don't post <laughs> yeah. anything either. I've learned, I learned that lesson the hard way. Yeah. Um, and I get, I fucking trip over my dick whenever some, one of my family, <laughs> so over the weekend, somebody, um, <laughs> no, you some, don't. no, you don't. <laughs> somebody, no, posted, you don't. The stump. <laughs> it's not the stump, man. Um, <laughs> Uh, Stop. One of my relatives posted something about Robert E. Lee. Oh, God. I couldn't keep my mouth shut. See? So I know. I posted something. They read it. I know they read it because they commented, and then I just went back and deleted it. Just like, I don't want to have this conversation because you're obviously not in a place where you're ready to even hear somebody else's perspective. So I'm done. Let, yeah. let me let me take a next step really quick. Okay. Be, because whenever I talked about creating that boundary, I said, if you're a person who can't handle that kind of situation, then it's completely appropriate to create a boundary to say, here's where we stand and here's where I need you to respect my space. I don't think that that's the end point for ourselves. No. I mean, I, I, I think that, you know, it would be great. And maybe this is the individual pursuit of each person is to be to a place where there's no one that can, you know, disturb the peace that I have. It's like yeah. that I can read it and just like feel sorry for them you know, mm -hmm. instead of making me want to cut their eyeballs out. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I, I, I think that, like I said, I, I think that there's an appropriateness to creating boundaries because, you know, in, in some ways it gets to the place where it's almost abusive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so you've got to protect yourself in some yeah, ways absolutely. because it can be uh, verbally abusive. It can be emotionally abusive. Um, you know, not so much physical, but it can I, be. It can go into it, that. It, it could, but on social media, you're not yeah. going to get there. Yeah. Um, but I would say, for your, for your, if you're asking about your individual, your yourself, you know, is that the place where we need to stay? Is where we just say, for, for everyone that I disagree with, I'm just going to create a wall and cut myself off from everyone because I don't think that that, you know, that's a place where you build up so many walls where it becomes individualized, isolated, and. I don't think that it's the place where we want to end. So do you, is there a, is there a time where that's healthy though? Like, is there a time, can you be at a point in your life where for your own health, you have to cut people off and build those walls? It you are talking about social media or in real life? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Either one. Yeah, social those media are, is those way are two different. different. Things. It is. Okay, so let's let's let's. I mean, let's, you've you've taken breaks from social media. I have, and it was great. Yeah, yeah. let's and I'll do it again. Let's um, <laughs> tomorrow. Like I said, if you want to at me on Twitter, now's the time to do it. I got on today. <laughs> I'll be gone in two days. Yeah. So, um, let's 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 say let's do this scenario. Okay, Thanksgiving's coming up, and everybody always sort of uses this. Okay, yeah. so there's a lot of people in our pub, and I'm sure a lot of other listeners who have evolved in their thinking on politics, theology, on whatever. fucking Thanksgiving in general. Right. Okay, so the holiday in general. So Why that's coming up. We celebrating the genocide of, of for people. some for some people <laughs> the the Thanksgiving table can be seriously traumatic. Right. Okay, so it can be your racist parents and uncle talking about you know, flying the inward and Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade. Talking about, you know, talking about Kaepernick and talking about all this crap, like Trump is the greatest, can be seriously traumatic. Is it, is it wrong to just go, I'm not going to be there? No, I, I can say, I'll say that. Let me say this. 
you you have to set boundaries because, even in the, wait hold on because frankly no, because I there are people we go to my we go to my we wife's we go to my wife's family um, for Thanksgiving by and large wonderful human beings yeah. love it but there are people I actively avoid yeah like I mean I will go to the opposite side of the room to stay away yeah is is that wrong or should I engage no I I don't here let me give you an example um. In my neighborhood, we hang out a lot. Just right, like we, our, our street, we know each other. Right. We all just hang out together. You sit out in your driveway. Somebody's going to show up, probably. <clears throat> um, last year, when the Kaepernick thing started, and cops were killing black people with seeming impunity, and um, one of my neighbors asked me, and he's he's one of my cop neighbors. Yeah, he's a friend. We watched. Watch the whole Colts game last week together. Hang out together all the time. And he's a good guy. He's a good dude. He's a good cop. He's a good dude. Uh, he's a loving father. Uh, he's, he's the girlfriend he lives with. He loves her to death. He loves her kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, like he's a good dude. He let us use his breathalyzer. No, that was the, that was the other <laughs> one. Our yeah, yeah, also a good guy. Also yeah. a good dude yeah. too, <laughs> with a giant fucking German Shepherd. So yes. I thought um, you were going somewhere else. No. So he brought that up, the Kaepernick thing. And so I, I thought to my friend, I can have a conversation with him. Ten minutes later, we're shouting at each other. And like, no matter Neat. how, no matter how calm I tried to remain, it just kept escalating. I haven't had conversations. He, <laughs> it got brought up. People were kneeling on Sunday. We were watching the games. It got brought up. I just kind of went, hmm. That was the extent of my conversation. Yeah. About I think I'm not talking about this with you. We were sitting out at the fire, my, me and like the, literally the whole neighborhood. So both of my cop buddies were sitting out there. And again, I understand they have co- they have a perspective that I don't have their cops. Yeah, I understand that, totally get that. And I and I told him that. So we were sitting out there the other night, and they asked again. The other cop asked again what I thought about it, and I I very simply said I think they have the absolute right to do that, and I support their right to do that, and that was the extent of the conversation. Um, I'm just I'm not engaging it because I, it's they're not in a place where they can hear it. And again, I think it's all I think it's all individual. I think you have to know the person that you're talking to. I think you have to know where they're at. Again, this is not social media, really. This is like face to face, flesh yeah, and blood. Yeah. You have to know where they're at in order to know what is appropriate, where where you can take a conversation. Yeah. Because again, Jesus said, "Let he who has ears to hear, let him hear." If they're not ready to hear it, you can't take them where they're where you want them to go. It's not going to happen. That's really weird. Yeah. What is that noise? I don't know. You're getting like a weird echo. Whoa! Hey, is your cord bad? Again, uh, I hit them. Jeez. <laughs> Hello. That better? Yeah, just keep talking. That's weird. Yeah, that's not great. <laughs> anyway, I and I, it's interesting you brought that up because I think there one of the notes I had down was was the idea of soul maintenance versus quote unquote called enemy love. I, they're not necessarily our enemies, but like people who just think differently than us. There there has to be a balance between again it it's all individual. It's all how much you can handle and how much you you can because I know some of the posts in the pub have been like and because and this is both social media and relationship related. There have been posts in the public said of people just being completely frustrated and completely exhausted by the conversation. Then take a break from it. Like you have to know what your limits are. Like you've taken breaks from social media. Yep. I've taken breaks from like like even engaging in the pub at all on stuff because and, like, like and I, I just will, I can't constantly think about this stuff. I will I say from my I would say from from my perspective, I'll say just personally, I take those breaks. Because I am getting out of control. I find myself yeah. fucking hating people. Yeah. Like, legitimately hate. Like, yeah. not 
well, you know, I hate, no, I mean, I legitimately hate people after a while. And I'm like, I can't do this yeah. anymore. Like, and so those breaks aren't about anybody else. It's really about, I, I can't do this. Yeah. I can't live this way. Um, I, I have to do it to not go down the road of hatred. And so I think that, that that's the thing that I really care about is that, you know, the, the, the question isn't so much, we, we can't change people's minds necessarily whenever they're dug in and we can't really twist people's arm into submission to change how they're acting. But I'm a wildly idealistic guy. Yeah. And, you know, I, I just think about the instances <laughs> where Jesus said it, tables amongst people who, you know, whenever we say he sat at tables with sinners, I mean, he sat at tables with sinners mm-hmm. who had opinions, who right. had thoughts yeah. and ideas, who were bringing in all the baggage. And I think, you know, the place that we need to be walking and moving, if we, re- if we really care, you say soul maintenance, mm-hmm. if we really care at some level about soul maintenance, then what does it look like to be contemplative? What does yeah. it look like to be reflective? What, what does it look like to not lead an emotion? What does it look like? Because I think that that's the thing. Whenever you, we lead an emotion and we mm-hmm. lead in passion, all, all that it does is build walls. Yes. And, and I think that the place that I at least where I'm at right now is that I have people all around me in real life who are on both sides of the situation, but mm-hmm. you know what? It's, it's not just this. Yeah. I mean, it's any issue. Well, I mean, it's, it's, I'll give you a great yeah. example really quick is that I got an email, um, yesterday from a pastor, um, who, who wants to meet with me and we inside or outside the walls. <laughs> He, he, he's inside the walls, but he's meeting me outside the walls, which is great. But, you know, I, I think about that and I think about the people that I sit in church with. And guess what? 99.9% of them are pro-war. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and I look at it and say, you know, here's my position. If If someone follows Jesus, Jesus calls us to love your enemy, turn the other cheek, you know, not retaliate against evil, uh, be a peacemaker, forgive 70 times seven, so on and so forth. And to me, it seems so overwhelming that we are to be that way in our lives, but yet I'm surrounded by people who completely 180 degree disagree with me. Yeah. Yeah. So how, how, how can you be in the context of people who you have very different opinions, but yet still be peaceful. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I know you're like, Oh God, no, yeah, I, I hate, I hate yeah. you and your podcast. Yeah. Because, <laughs> but, but I, the, the last podcast yeah. that I did talked about, yeah. there, there is something that transcends division and, and it's those things that are transcendent. It's, it's love that transcends polarization. It's love yeah. that transcends division. It's love that transcends every single issue. And it doesn't mean you have to give up on an issue. Yeah. Because if there's something in it that is good and right and whole and just, we can still talk and speak to that, but you have to know how to do it. Yeah. How do you do it? <laughs> I think it, it, I think it's re- Michael. Re- um, <laughs> well, I, so I've got three brothers. Um, one that I will have every conversation with about, you know, homosexuality, about, um, violence about war. Uh, we can have every conversation. We completely disagree on 95% of the stuff, but we can have a good conversation mm-hmm. and hear each other out. Sometimes it gets tense. 
but by and large, in the end, we both love each other. Yeah. Uh, another brother who we just completely disagree and never have that conversation, talk yeah. about everything else but that. Mm-hmm. And then I've got a third brother who just likes to poke the bear. And like when everyone else is around, he's like, hey, so Michael, what do you think about war? Like that kind of, 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 of relationship. Uh, we, so, call, we call that kind of person an <laughs> asshole. Well, and he, he literally is meaning it lightheartedly because he knows it's, uh-huh. it's going to start shit. But, like, he, I mean, it is what it is. Lobbing that hand grenade in the middle of the room. Yeah, yeah. for sure. But I, I think it, it's it's knowing those relationships you have with people and being able to build those relationships where you can say whatever it is you truly believe yes. and know that at the end of the day, you're both still going to yes. appreciate each other and yep. still respect, respect each other. Each other. And know that, yeah, I don't agree with the way that you think about that, but you know what? It's okay. And, and I think that you, you hit on it, Michael, is that, you know, one of the things that's created the greatest division within uh, faith communities is just people disagreeing on everything, Yeah. right? Yeah. And, you know, if, if there's going to be any hope toward unity, if there's going to be any um, hope toward reconciliation in relationships and communities... It's got to be people who are willing to come to the table, people who are willing to listen and reflect, people who don't lead out of passions and, and uh, anger or hatred or animosity. It's people who are genuinely listening, but, but receiving and walking together in grace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because I think I, I really, really, really disagree with a lot of people on some very core issues. I mean, even in my house church, mm-hmm. yeah. even in my house mm-hmm. church, but I mean, down to the fiber of my being, I love those people and would die for them. Yeah. But I, but you know what? We walk along each side, alongside each other, disagreeing, but willing to seek more truth in grace. And hopefully we get somewhere. Yeah. But I think, man, we, we're at a, such a place of such hatred yeah. and just clawing people's eyes out and just wanting to, you know, literally, if, if we could, just murder each other. Yeah. And you I, know? I think there's a, I think a lot of this starts with just the rampant individualism, not just in our culture, but in the church. Like, yeah. I mean, you go back to the idea of just my, I accept the Lord Jesus is my personal savior. That's not even a scriptural thing. No. Like that's not in scripture anywhere. Everything hey, is Johnny communal. Cash had a great song about it. So fuck you. Well, that's fine, but it's <laughs> everything not, is communal. In, yeah. Everything's communal. I mean, everything, you know, John T. Rob, I was listening to the Robin Pete's Largo show for like the 20th time today. And he quotes John T. Uh, the Anglican Bishop, John T. Robinson in where he says the soul flows in and out between individuals and generations. Meaning it's not like our individual souls. Like there's this one communal spirit. spirit. You could call it a Holy Spirit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I heard that somewhere. Yeah, I think I've heard that term somewhere. And and I think that that at the core is what's... Like, if we could remind people, like, no, 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 look. If, if we cut everybody open, they all bleed the same color of blood. They all have the Green. same organs. Green blood? Shut blood. up. They all have the same... They all have the same organs. They all have the same... I mean, everything is literally the same except the color of your skin. Or the orientation of your sexuality, or I mean, we literally share ninety nine point nine nine percent of DNA, and we we fucking fight over the point zero one percent. I mean, like, it, that's in that. I had this. I had this thought today, and I think I literally. I was sitting at home. I had the day off, and I was sitting at home. I was literally just like, "Fuck!" 
on Pornhub watching those videos. <laughs> yeah, I was King. watching the uh, yeah, I was the watching Burger the King Burger King videos. King. No, I, I'm I'm pretty uh, keen on the uh, the public library one. Was it called um, Right at the Root? It was. <laughs> it was. Uh, right it. at the Good Root. Good callback. Yep. It was called uh, Eat My Whopper. Um, so you, I think you missed that news feed. Yeah, he anyway. did. Anyway. That's all right. He, no. he jumped right you, in. You, you didn't get to it you tomorrow. You didn't miss it. No. <laughs> you missed a lot. Just know it has something to do with porn and Burger King. And a public library. Yeah. Um, so it was a Whopper of a taste. I, I, had, this, I had this thought. Okay, one thing that we don't really, if you don't understand the context of the New Testament and what and where Jesus lived and what was going on, yeah. you can easily miss this. His disciples, you had zealots mm-hmm. and you had tax, tax collectors. collectors, and he's like, oh, they fucking hated each other. Yeah. Yeah. Hate. Hate to the point of like, I kill people like you. Yeah. And he goes, you motherfuckers are going to bunk together. It's in the KJV. It's in the KJV, uh, motherfuckers. Um, you guys are going to bunk together, and we're going to travel together. I mean, he had educated, uneducated, mm-hmm. uh, zealots and tax collectors. Like I said, in other words, people that believed that Rome was the end of the world and anything that needed, like Rome was a cancer that needed to be cut out of Israel. And then you have tax collectors who worked for Rome. Mm-hmm. Did he have any ninjas? And he go. He did. He had a few. That would be fucking Off. awesome. So he, he was like, he said, uh, and, and he's like, you guys are, you're gonna bunk together, mm-hmm. and you're gonna love one another. And in that context, he's going, love your enemy. Okay, so we we don't understand that even his disciples would have heard that and gone, fuck that, right, right. Like, yeah. I mean, they're literally looking across the way at each other, going, oh, he means you. Oh, he means you. Like, mm-hmm. and then and then you look at one of those guys, basically at the end of the day went fuck off, sold him out and got him killed. Okay, mm-hmm. so like the zealot goes, I can't get on board with this. But <sighs> Jesus never alters that message. Yeah. He never goes, oh, it didn't work. Well, then fuck it. Yeah, right. he 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 hangs there and dies, and says, Father, forgive them. They just don't. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah. They they just they don't they don't get it. They just need forgiveness. So at the end of the day, this is the conclusion I came to, and it pissed me off to know and at the end of the day, the answer to this is just to sacrifice yourself in love. Yeah. yeah. And I was just I, like, I it God damn it. Like cause that yeah. because what it looks like is you have you got to be willing to lose. Yeah. yeah. And right what you're seeing right now is nobody wants to fucking lose. Fucking so you see you right. see that's what that's all this barking is on social media. This side doesn't want to lose to this no side, end. To, to no to end. No end. Yeah. This side's winning, and so they're saying, "Just you lost, get over it." To this side, and this side's going, "We're not going to lose. Resist. It's just I'm going to win. I'm going to win. I'm going to win at all costs." And and Jesus just fucking hangs there and goes. It actually just looks like this, right? And it, the thing that people can't miss is that it's not being dismissive of, of either side either. Right. It's, it's not saying that your cause. It's is, saying I'll take your pain. Right. And it's just and oh, I hate it so freaking much. I hate it. I hate the cross so much. I do. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it offends the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like because it, 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 I have to. I, I get those moments where I look at that and I'm just like. When, like, pe- when people turn the Gospels or the New Testament into fill-in-the-blanks on Sunday mornings, yeah. whenever they turn them into acrostics on Sunday or mornings... Afterlife insurance. Right. Whenever you look at it and it's just simply dots that aren't connected or colored in, you miss 
the same exact situations that we are in today. Yeah. Yeah. It's completely relevant. It is. It, 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 if you think that there wasn't deep schisms between people, if you if you do, if you don't think that there was deep animosity and hatred between people, then y- you have not oh, and, understood. And the hatred yeah. was political and theological. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, it's. It, I mean, things never change. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, the, the things that are, this is what is so revolutionary about the Bible that, uh, that most people miss. It, the same shit is happening now that they yeah. were dealing with then, we're dealing with now. It's political and theological, dis, like, mm-hmm. people just being disgruntled <laughs> and divided. And because you had one group of, of, of Jews going, we need to cozy up to these Romans because they're just our, you know, they're our lords. So we just need yeah. to cozy up to them and figure out how to live life. And another one was going, fuck that, kill them all. Mm-hmm. And Jesus stands in the middle of that and just dies. But, yeah. but I, like, I think go, a, lot of just, peop, a lot of people listening to this could easily think, well, well, Brad, all you're saying is that, you know, Jesus wants us to hold hands and sing Kumbaya and not do anything. And, and that's not it at all. No, because no. when when you take a posture of being a peacemaker and whenever you take the posture of uh, self-sacrificial love, what does it look like in the context in which you live? If if the only place that you are going is to social media to rant or to defend a position, then you've already lost no matter how hard you argue. But, but in the context of daily life and where you live, like what, what influence are you making? What, What are you doing when the rubber hits the road? You know, if someone comes to you and says, hey, it's great that you're taking that position, but please tell me what does it look like in the context of Martinsville, Indiana? Yeah. And you can say if you if you can't say, well, yeah, uh, you've already lost. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really important point. I would say if if we step back, if we take a moment to actually step the fuck back and look at, uh, uh, you know, look at ourselves, look at our fucking hands and realize that. The people, the things that you hate the most about conservatives, or the things that you hate the most about um, liberals, is because is because you're doing the same shit yourself. We've jumped from fundamentalism of conservatives to fundamentalism of yeah. You and being, I had a really good discussion about this for 45 minutes yes, on the phone the other day. Fundamentalism <laughs> of being a liberal, and what we've done is we're doing the same shit that they are, saying the exact same thing you know, clutching our pearls about all the different things that it should be done this way. It should be said this way when we should take a step back and say, realize there's gotta be a third way. We have to step outside of this. And the third way looks like losing. And the, the like, third way you can, looks like, losing. I don't think you can get away from that with the cross. It like, looks if like you're dying. Gonna, if you're going to call yourself a follower of Jesus or a Christian, whatever word you want to use, if, or whatever, whatever that verbiage is you want to use, I don't. You can't get away from it, and I. I fucking hate that. You're the poor spirit. It. I hate that because everything in me that's human goes. I'm. I've got to win. I want to win. Like, so pe- the, but peacemakers. If you look throughout all of history, and it isn't just Jesus, peacemakers always get killed. Right. Yeah. Always, and they're always going to lose. But in some fucked up way, like that is actually how you win. Yeah. I, you know the, what I mean. The like, opposite end of the spectrum from. <clears throat> picking up your cross and being self-sacrificial in love is intellectual fundamentalism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and maybe that's the question that every single person listening to this ought to ask, find some space, turn off social media, yeah. go find a place outside where you can sit down and just reflect and ask yourself the question, 
am I an intellectual fundamentalist? Because that cuts through every political divide. Yeah. yeah. Or am I living out a life that is sacrificing for people in the context in which I live for love? Yeah. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, and, I, and once again, I don't like that any more than anybody else. You know what I mean? Cause like I said, the human part of me just wants to win. Yeah. I'm right. a very competitive person and always have been yeah. like, I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, my parents stopped playing board games with me when I was a kid. I was such a fucking asshole because you like, cheated when I, when I would lose, <laughs> I, was, that just, I would freak out. You would just change the my, rules. My five year old's the same way. Yeah. Like he's just like me, man. When he loses, he gets pissed. Yeah. Like he didn't score a goal in a soccer match and got completely pissed. And I was like, dude, you're not Lionel Messi. You're not going to score like four goals a game. Relax. <laughs> it's okay. Like, He's super competitive, but I, I'm, I'm such a competitive person and always have been. It's something I've had to deal with my whole life. And this is why I have to step away from social media because I get, I get to that point where it, it triggers that like yeah. super emotional response of like, I'm going to get this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to win. And it's, I'm going to win with a clever argument or I'm going to win with snark. How many or, times were the Pharisees right? Every time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Intellectually, mm-hmm. according to the law, and theologically, mm-hmm. they were completely right. Down, down yeah. to the very smallest yep. part, they were always yeah. right. Yeah, it was called a tittle. And yeah. Jesus, Jots and, and Jesus, and Jesus called them blind. Hashtag, <laughs> sh- show me your jot and tittle. Um, but I, I think that's show a thing. Me your it, isn't it? Isn't it a funny and ironic? <laughs> I think we have our hashtag kids. <laughs> It, isn't it funny that the people who were actually intellectually right, the intellectual fundamentalists, were wrong. Were, were, were so yeah. diametrically you blind. wrong. wrong. You, you, you call them whitewashed tombs and full of men's bones. I mean, and, like I said, one of my favorite favorite stories in the in the scriptures is when uh, Jesus heals a, a blind guy on the Sabbath, and like, who did this? Who the hell did this? You know, they're they're questioning the guy and. You know, and they, they get to Jesus, and, and Jesus is like, if you really understood this, you wouldn't be blind, but you're still blind. Yeah. I mean, but they were right. He broke the law. Mm-hmm. Right. He worked on the Sabbath. They were absolutely They were absolutely right. right. And he's like, ah, I don't give a shit. Right. You're blind. <laughs> Do you're the right blind. Thing. You just don't get it. Like, and it's it's so, it's so difficult. I, because this is like I said. This is the conclusion that I came to: is that you have to be willing to lose. Yeah. It looks like the cross. We yeah. cannot get around that, no matter how much we want to. But Brad, you you would agree, and I know this is what you're saying, but it's not saying that I'm just going to be intellectually wrong and defeated. Right. It's saying I'm willing to be to to not fight that battle, yes. but I'm willing to go to the extremes to love people right. despite their position and it might cost me from either side. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, the the older I get the more I realize that Jesus actually I mean, he pisses off conservatives and liberals. If you're really right. getting it, like if you're really I mean, he'll offend everybody. Yeah. Yeah. You, because nobody once again because I think most he he basically his message is you win by losing and nobody wants to lose. Yeah. Um because human nature is competitive and, you know, I think it's that evolutionary, like, you know, it's the, it's almost like a natural selection. If I don't win, I won't keep, keep going. Roar, Roar calls it uh, falling upwards. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
Ricky Roy. Man, what is wrong? What is wrong? I don't know. I think I think there's something wrong with the actual button. Oh, neat. Time to get a new board. (laughs) Awesome. That's cheap. Time to not have guests. Yeah. Um, no, it's, it's the one I use every week. It's whenever I'm coughing, I hit the button, and then whenever I come back, it like shorts out for a little bit. Yeah. So it's it's fine now. Um. So. No more I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. There's not an easy solution to any of this. I think we all have to ask the question: What does it look like in my context? Yeah. To love sacrificially what does that sacrifice look like in this context it's going to look different for everybody yeah. and we, we when, you're, I, when you're thinking about when you're thinking about thanksgiving sitting around the table what it what does it look like in that yeah. context and we is have it to, just is it just to shut your mouth and give a hug is it and just say i love you yeah is it i, I don't know i mean i think it really just genuinely an looks individual different thing for, yeah. for everybody we really need to come to terms with the fact that we there's a brand of wokeness, a brand of <laughs> liberalism that is just fundamentalism. Oh, of course. And, oh, and, yeah, and, and we yeah. need to realize Th- that maybe we are adding to the problem absolutely. instead of creating the solution. In this podcast, we probably have from time to time. Oh, but for we sure. All have. Yeah. And, and I, but I mean, the, you know, when you're listening to this podcast, dear listeners, you're not listening to finished products. You're listening to people yeah. trying to work their own shit out. That's why we started this thing yeah. for us to give a way to try to work any of this out with ourselves. And if it means something to you, great. Yeah. But I, you know, I, I, uh, we talked about this the other day yeah. on the phone when I was dead stopped in traffic for an hour. Um, of <laughs> when I think that there's like almost a necessary swing. That, I, that happened to all yeah, of us. The yeah. pendulum swings. Where I was so conservative that when I deconstructed, man, I almost necessarily had to just fuck all, all of that yep. all and went all the way to the other side. Exactly. Yep. And the older I get, the more I'm genuinely trying to find what does the middle look like. And there's days where I'm really good at that. And there's days where I'm really bad at that. Yeah. And there's days where I just want to give in to the, the urge to just win and fuck everybody else. Yep. And it... You know, but then there's then I said I get I get slammed with like the stuff like the realization that I got through today. God, like it just it just looks like the cross, and you just can't get around the cross. Like it's so revolutionary, and it and it wasn't revolutionary to me until I deconstruct and realize, oh, this isn't has nothing to do with afterlife. Like none of that had anything to do with what happens when I die. It has everything to do. This is what life is supposed to look like now. This is what it looks like. It looks like sacrificial love. And that, I mean, that, I mean, God, the talks about the word being a double-edged sword. I mean, God, you talk about <laughs> just cutting every direction. Yeah, like, it does. I mean, it just, it just destroys me. And there's just these times where I'm just like, God, like, I'll be driving my car and I'll have these moments where I'm thinking, it's just like, you almost just hear God like dipshit. Like, <laughs> you know, like, do you not get it? You still don't get it? Do you think that maybe a first step for people, if, if you're having a very hard time just dealing with any of this. The emotional stress of it is way too much. You know, maybe the first step is saying I'm going to pull offline for yep. a while. I think yeah. it is. It, it, yeah. it, for me personally, that time when I was off, I mean, I even got off Facebook this last time right. for two or three weeks yeah. and then got off Twitter for even longer. It did like, I, you know, science Mike talks about brain science all the time and how Ask like we, Mike. we like, you know, he talks about meditating on a loving God for 30 minutes a day. Literally, like, brain scans show it actually rewires your brain. Yeah. 
um, in the same token. It might be social, the amygdala, right, right. Uh, Hillary? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it actually, but in the same in the same token. Next week. In the same token, social media is also rewiring our brains. Absolutely, and it is fucked us up. Yeah. So like then the it, second it is, step is re- it, it rewires my brain to the point where I fucking hate people. Right. Yeah. And that's when I get to the I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Right. And that's where the last time I was like, I just erased it all. I'm like, except for Instagram, it's just pictures of food and beer. Like nobody cares. Like I <laughs> and Brandon's mountain trips and Brandon's mountain trips, which are also <laughs> nice. But I um. It just, I got to the point where I was just, it, it, I was, re- I realized this last time, like, oh my God, it actually is my brain. Like, it's, I have to rewire my brain. And it actually has helped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I, I got to, I get to the point after a while where it's like, I can start to see other people as humans, which when you're online, really easy to just dehumanize everything. You, you people just are just an avatar or, or just, they're just words. They're just a, a faceless right. yeah. person behind a screen. And you can just literally type out, fuck you. Like you would never like Mark Marin has a, or no, it wasn't Mark Marin. It was uh, Louis CK. And one of his, uh, one of his, uh, comedy specials was talking about, he's like, I say shit to people in my car when I'm driving that I would never say to <laughs> yeah, their never, face. Like, never. he's like, I get cut off in track and I'm like, you miserable piece of shit. He's like, oh, well, yeah. like I'm gonna I get, do it all the like, time. He's like, like I'm going to get yeah. into an elevator and just look somebody in the face and go, you miserable piece of shit. Like, you just, yeah. in the, an online to stay away, you just say things to people. And when and, I, and about people and that you would just would never say to their face. I was in Southeast Alaska looking at glaciers, crossing rivers, putting my life on the line, grizzlies everywhere. And you know the things that I thought about throughout the day? Not I thought, getting eaten by a grizzly. Well, other than that, <laughs> I thought I need to uh, break down the tent and I need to pack it up. Mm-hmm. I need to get it done quickly because those guys have theirs packed up, you know, and they're ready to go. I need to know where I'm going to go for the day. I need to know, I, I need to pump and filter water. Um, I need to make sure that my snacks are in my pocket and not in the pack so I can reach down to my pocket and eat as I'm going. And six, seven days of, you know, where am I going to take a crap? Hey, can I get the trowel so I can dig a hole so I can take a big one, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, it's, it's, it's very primitive. It's yeah. very basic. Sounds and, like a and, lot of fun, you, shitting in a hole. There. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> you guys, you guys. <laughs> the other day I was walking in the woods. I had to take a big dump. Sorry, go ahead. Stop. Can no, I use your shovel? Just, that's my Turn fault. I totally shit on this point. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Bless those who curse you. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. So, so here, here's a. Uh, you know, after after seven days um, of just very basic primitive mm-hmm. living. You know what I didn't think about for seven days? Social media. I didn't think about social media. You know what I didn't think about for seven Trump. days? I didn't think about news yeah. at all. And there and this was, is when Charlottesville happened, people. Right. Like, I remember when you came back, I was like, you're like, I'm back. I'm like, go the fuck back. <laughs> yeah. To, if you know what's good for you, we'll go right back to Alaska. Find a new bear wife. Yeah. I, I'm just telling you, that when, when I got out, there was a... There was a peace and there was a refreshing. It didn't last long. But yeah. but immediately, as soon as I got out, I told the guys, I'm like, I'm ducking into a coffee shop because I have to write something. And it, that's the post that I made that's called Manifesto. Yeah. And the two posts right there back to back was really just kind of 
an experience that I had yeah. of like, man, we are killing each other. Yep. We, we, we are, we're being pit against one another. The media is doing us no favors. Social media is doing us absolutely no yep. favors. We become echo chambers. Yep. We become, an, we, we become animals. We're operate, operating yeah. with monkey brains yeah. and yep. Rep, yep. Rep, rep, reptilian yep. brains. And we're, we're regressing, mm -hmm. you know, for anything, for any way that I mean, people to, have think that we've evolved. To talk about brain science, you're literally working from your amygdala, like the, the base reptilian Th center of your brain and not the prefrontal cortex, whereas like compassion yeah. and rational thought and because it takes more energy. Yeah. It does. It takes, more, it effort takes more, more effort to think from that part of your brain. from the front part of your the brain. The other part is just reaction. It is. Straight reaction. It's I'm being chased by a tiger. I'm going to run. Like yeah. it's that same right. impulse. Yeah. Go, anyway, for, go well, ahead. for any evolution that we've had as a species, and you look at us and where we're at right now, uh, it's like Earth's only six thousand years old. Right? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Damn it, Bojangles! Look at how much within the last decade that we've regressed. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. And, 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 it's and profound. So for me, I, I, I look at something years. like that and Shit. I say, people, we've got to do something. I mean, we have to do something. We, we have to get control of this and it begins with you and it begins with the people around the table with you. And, and I, I'm going to tell one more example and I'm done. I, I had another preacher meet with me and he, he realizes the problems are way too immense. Where do you even begin? How do you even get a group of people and mobilize a group of people to do anything? Yep. And I said, you know, I went into my garage and inevitably in my house, whenever my wife or kids get rid of things, they go immediately into the garage and they begin piling up. Yep, and then all of a sudden you can't park in the garage <laughs> yes. because everybody's waiting. Me, I was waiting, just looking waiting. at my garage right. tonight going, my God, what is, where is all this? <laughs> my God, from? my God, why have you <laughs> yes, forsaken me? Indeed. Um, and, and so I went out to clean it one Saturday and I, I stood back and I looked at it and I was overwhelmed and I thought, Either I can walk away from it because it's way too overwhelming or I can look at this corner right here, this three by three corner, and I can do something about that. And that's what I decided to do. And I cleaned that part really well. And then I went to the next part and I said, that's exactly where we're at. Yep. You know, th the problems that we have are so immense. They're so great. They, they, they're so, um, they're sm it's smothering us. You know, we're, we're hardly breathing, you know, we're gasping for air and, and everyone's like, what the hell do we do? You know, and everybody's looking for other people to say, does any, does anyone have an answer? And you yeah. look at the president and he is contributing and you look at our churches and they're contributing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and then you look and say, does anybody have any sanity? Does anyone have an idea of what we can do? And I think that's the responsibility that we have for as messed up as we are. For as much as we know that we're not perfect, that we are trying our best, we, we have to make a choice of who we're going to be because it matters today. And, and I think that that's why I'm so post-Alaska amped up about this stuff because we're on, and I said this before, we're on the brink of a cultural civil war. Yeah. And that's not a joke. No, yeah, no, that's not an exaggeration at all. And, and to go back to what we were talking about earlier, in all of that, Jesus is just hanging on the cross going, hey, hey, yeah, yeah. it's this. It, and it, <laughs> I, I just, once again, I don't think we can get around that. And it's uncomfortable and it's painful. And 
we, I think we really, the, the starting place, I think, I think like you said, we, you, you, we have to find our corner. We have to find our corner to start working. We have to. Whatever that looks like in your life, and I'm not sure what it even looks like in mine at this point. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm going to have to figure that out personally. Find your corner and start doing the work. It, it can't be left up to anybody else. I think we've got a conservative and liberal. One of the problems is we're wanting our politicians to fix everything. They're fucking they, useless. They, they, yeah. they are fucking not going to fix it. Let's They're going to fix ad, nothing. Repeat after me. There's, there's, yeah. no, <laughs> there's no bill. There's no law that's going to fix any of this. It's going to have to be individuals going... I have had enough of this shit. Yeah. I can't live. I personally cannot live this way anymore. Right. I have got to figure out a way to love people around me, whatever that looks like. And it, it, it can't be up to your neighbor to do that. I mean, the point of loving your enemies, you're, that's not, that has nothing to do with your enemies. It, they have no say in any of that. That's a personal decision to love your enemies. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be, it has to be up to you to do that. You can't wait for your enemy to change a little bit, and you go, oh, I see a little light there. Jesus never leaves that as an option. He just says, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, period. And he just leaves it there. And once again, like I said, his disciples hated each other. We're sitting there listening to that. His closest followers were going, well, fuck this. I mean, you can't tell me they received that well. You know what I mean? I mean, Judas never received it well. He ended up killing, getting Jesus killed. Like, he wasn't buying any of it, but they had to eat that shit. They had to just sit there. And he, he just let them eat it. Love your enemies and pray for those that persecute So why do, why do you think that they ultimately bought into it? I mean, other than, you know... Because I think they, they lived with one another to see each other as human. There it is. There they it did, is. Like, that, they... they they sat around enough fires, they, sleeped, they slept in enough tents, and they ate enough fish together and bread together to go, you're a human. Yep. Judas clearly didn't get it. He was never able to, but, but once again with Jesus, that's the risk. And he says the risk is worth it. And he just says, well, I got killed, but it's still worth it. And the funny thing is, is that once they got it, and this is the hilarious part, is they were able to break through when they were sitting across the table from one another and looking each other in the eye and knowing each other intimately. But then you take the Thunder Brothers, James and John, yeah. and all of a sudden it's they've created a new we versus they yes. when they say, Hey Jesus, can we smoke these uh, Samaritans with, you know, call fire down from heaven? I think that that's the thing. You, you see the solution in the disciples, but we can very easily become yep. the we versus they if yeah. we don't continue it. Yes. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And they did yep. and they clearly at times got it, but at times clearly did not. Yeah. Um I mean, that's just the human story. I mean, we see ourselves in them, and it's just... We, we, again, focus, we have to focus on the common humanity, or common humanity. You said 99.9% of our re- DNA is the same. And, and that's we really, have to focus on what we have in common, and it's really hard to do, but it's only up to you to do your part for that. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's really hard when you see people that have clearly given up on their humanity. Yeah. Like, to see... I mean, Nazis, there's not a whole lot of humanity left, Period. And so, but you have to do your part. And that's the thing that sucks. Once again, it goes back to just being willing to lose. Like, I have to be willing to, you know what I mean? To like, to, to do my part, even if that means they never do their part. I have to just be willing to hang there and, and just in love and, and, and grace and forgiveness, whatever that looks like yeah. in your, in your And scenario. so maybe the next podcast for you guys at some point is 
what does it look like? You know, w- what are stories from people who are actually doing yeah. it? Mm. You know, what, what, cause I, I know that sometimes it's hard for people to take the, you know, the 30,000 foot ideas and make yeah. it something yeah. that's 30 foot. It's yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah. I, know, I agree with you guys intellectually but, and, yeah. but I don't even know what that looks like. Yeah. And so I think the first thing that people have to do is unplug for a week, for two step. weeks. I mean, yeah. I, I think that has to be the first step in our, in our culture. Get the fuck off! I mean, of like, like once a month, take a week off. Yeah, find your, find yeah. your soul again. Yes, yeah. and, and that's, that and that's coming boner. from a podcast that we rely on social media to build an audience. We're saying get the hell off of it. You have to. I'm speaking from personal experience. I I have to do that periodically. I will again. When I'm saying I'll be off Twitter in two days, that's probably not much of an exaggeration. I'll probably yeah. just erase it in two days. As soon as I feel myself going back to that dark side, I'm gone. Turn off the news for a while. Turn off the news. I don't watch it. I used to watch it before I'd leave house in the, the house in the morning. I don't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I cannot start my day hearing about that crap. I just can't. Like, and so you, you really just have to unplug. Um, you got to focus on things that are positive too. Not, I think not positive in the sense of like superficial stuff. I'm talking like grab a Brian Zahn podcast, grab uh, a Bojangles podcast, grab a book. That's something's going to stir you, you know, positively. Like you have to, you have to put, you can't just unplug. You can't just create a vacuum because you've got, you've got to put something in its place. Listen to some Caleb. <laughs> JK, JK. <laughs> Um, I make one point and he shits on he it. He did. I make yeah, one really fucking did. point in 15 he, minutes. He really slid and he in there, shit didn't on he? It. <laughs> you know, one of the things that I found out the other day is that I think it was a week and a half ago, I was at the homeless shelter and I was working my shift and I was talking to one of the main workers there and she said, I think we're going to have to hire some people. And this place is like almost 100% volunteer. And I was like, what's that even mean? And she said, we can't get people to volunteer. Shit. And if they, listen to this, if they had 100 people that took one four hour shift a month, they would be completely, yeah. And they don't even have enough people to get by. And I think, you know, people want to know what are the kinds of things that you can do to put it into action, to look, look at me. It's, Find out what's in your community, yeah. you know, whether it's a... Um, and not just at Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah. That's when they get all their help. Yeah. So Places like that. And here's the thing. People people get that hatred and that vitriol whenever they are around people, uh, whenever they're not around the people that they're angry against. Yeah. Like, it, it's it's because they're isolated and they're because they've never been around someone like you who has been loving and accepting of all different types of people. They've never been around a black person or a gay person or whatever, whatever else they're against. They've never been around it. Um, So I think to your point, being in community is important. And I think the one thing that's super important that I want to say to everyone who's listening is like, they're saying we, we shouldn't speak our mind. We're not saying that. We're not saying you shouldn't have a voice. We're not saying you shouldn't stand up for the marginalized. We are saying that you should do those things. But if it's going to be to the point of violence or anger or frustration continually, take a step back. Yep. Because it does you no favors and it does them no favors. In fact, it makes the divide even larger. Yep. Yep. So it's important to realize you got to, as Kenny Rogers said, you got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, know when to run. Oh, I think so. that's a good way to wrap it up. 
No, it's not. No, no, no. I'm getting, no. I'm not ending with. No, we're not ending with Kenny Rogers. Stop it. <laughs> Push the stop button. Okay, go ahead. I would like to end with the Prophet Bono if I will. If <laughs> oh I can. shit! Kenny Rogers is better. <laughs> would you like to comment on that, Bojangles? It's all you. The gambler was a piece of art. Yeah, well, it was a piece of something. It was sure. a piece of something. <laughs> Even better yeah. if you listen to the uh, the Chipmunks cover of it. It's pretty good. You got an Owen Holden. Just hit the button. Never mind. I don't even no, want to go ahead. No. No. Nope. Not doing it. All right, go ahead. Let's no, hear, I don't, let's no hear come on. Just read the Bono good quote. Good Bono. It's from the song One, which Rede- is probably their Redeem best. Redeem it. Redeem which it. is probably their best song. They got him a sequel mm. called Two. I don't know, man. That's a pretty damn Anyway, song. just read the damn quote. One love, one blood, one life. You got to do what you should. One life with each other, sisters and brothers. One life, but we're not the same. We get to carry each other, carry each other. I like the idea that we get to carry each other, not we have to carry each other. We get to. It's proactive and it's not pro- reactive. Exactly. Yeah. It's a proactive thing to carry each other through this shit storm that we're in. Okay, you can hit the button now. It's good. That was a good way to end. I like Kenny Rogers. Well, it, it would have been had he not <laughs> shit on it again. <laughs> yeah, but that's very on brand. You can tell us what you think. The difference between Matt and Brad is Matt actually takes a breath. Brad doesn't take a breath. He just keeps going and going and going. Yeah, there's, that's true. There's too. never like a gap for me to put my little comment in. That's intentional, by the way. Right. Brandon, yep, thank I'm you out. for coming. Thanks yeah, for coming. Brandonandrews.com, Outside the Walls podcast. DJ Jumbo Jingles. <laughs> <laughs> See you, buddy. See you, man. I'm glad you were here for that. Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> Three five-star reviews. Uh, this one's called Another Boring Testimony by Emma Dud. <laughs> M-A-D-U-D. Emma Dud. Sure. The cousin to the milk dud. Indeed. Uh, milk duds. Milk's Not cousin. as good as milk duds. I could eat a milk dud. I like uh, milk duds. What about an M&M and a milk dud combined? Anyway. That's kind of like the caramel M&Ms. They're pretty Read good. Read the goddamn review, please. It, if I open my mouth, he starts he talking. Does. The He's caramel very, M&Ms yeah. are delicious. They are True good. False. No, All they're right. good. They're they good. are good. <laughs> now Brad's doing it. When we, <laughs> when we would share her youth group testimonies, I was mad because mine was boring. No drugs, no rock bottom, no 180-degree turnaround. I was just born in Christian home, dad's a pastor. Went yep. to Christian school, I K through that. 16, got saved five times when I was in fourth grade because <laughs> I was afraid of going to hell. Listening to your show, it sounds like it sounds like I have a boring testimony among those that listen. Grew up evangelical, it all came crashing down. Rob Bell said my faith. Been reconstructing and finding the way of Jesus more appealing than ever, blah, blah, blah. But seriously, Did you guys... Did really say blah, blah, blah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that wasn't Matt. No, that wasn't me. <laughs> But seriously, you guys follow me on Twitter, and I decided it was the still small voice Elijah talked about. Not you, not you, Elijah. Hi, lady. Never mind. My God, we are in. the still small voice to someone. I know. Lord. Hi, guys. I decided it was the still small voice Elijah talked about. I started listening with the Hell episode, and I've loved everyone since. You'll help me reconstruct my Lego Millennium Falcon. Parentheses. Weird analogy I tell people about when my faith fell apart and how I'm building it back up. <laughs> nice. Close parentheses. Paul said we got the Lego Millennium Falcon from our middle child. There's another. Oh, there's really? Even, I think there's another one's yeah. even bigger. Oh, I didn't know one. this was the one that's like 1,400 no. pieces. There's another one's even bigger. Jeebus. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. Paul said to be all things all he people. He put it together in three days. Yeah, he no, did. It's impressive. Freaking way. It's impressive. <laughs> Send me a pic. All right. Paul said uh, to be all things to all people. Your mix of crude jokes, arrested development quotes, and serious talk about faith is my cup of tea. 
thanks for all you guys do. It's making a difference in my life. Hey guys, wow. that's what this podcast yeah. is. All things to all people. That, uh, yeah, sure. That's a great review. We that appreciate is, that. That wow. is, I like that. I've never thought about this podcast as all things to all people. Or a still small voice well, of God shit. to anyone. So, well, that's shit. fantastic. Yeah, thank you for that. Uh, this is called The Perfect Storm of Podcasting by J-Law Ohio. <laughs> I'm not sure. I feel, I'm not sure uh, I feel great. about this review. I I'm just saw this one. Uh, I'm not sure I feel about this. Just so. first brother, folks. Seriously, this podcast is amazing. The music is fantastic. The subject matter is timely, and the host is knowledgeable and well spoken. Oh wait, I thought I was writing a review for the Outside the Walls podcast with Brandon Andrus. <laughs> I mean, this podcast is pretty good, but Outside the Walls is amazing. The Inglorious Passengers are funny, profane, obnoxious, and slightly thought-provoking. I could get on board with that. Yeah. But That's probably fair. But Brandon Anders on Outside the Walls is a powerful teacher of spiritual principles and truth. The Passengers are the expensive appetizer that almost fills you up. But Outside the Walls will satisfy you completely. Just to be safe, I would subscribe and listen to both of these podcasts often. So we give you just the tip. Kind right? of, yeah. Ex- <laughs> outside the Walls is the complete shaft. <laughs> Yeah, I wish Brandon there's, was still there's here. There's really no way to hashtag that, or I totally no, would. There's not. I think it's better without a hashtag. We'll That's uh, really great. Is I don't know. It's kind of a mixed yeah, bag there. So it's fine. Thank you, Jared, for that, yeah. I guess. I don't know. This one's titled DJ Jambo Jingles. You can eat my expensive appetizer. Yeah, if somebody <laughs> wants to give a, an, uh, a review to Outside the Walls, besides the hashtag, I hate this podcast. Do, uh, there were some of those, by the way. The, this uh, Was there? Yes. Oh. He, 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 put, he put pictures on Twitter of it. Oh, I need to see it. Uh, it. You can also do um, uh, this podcast as The Shaft. <laughs> <laughs> don't do, don't do that to Brandon. No, I'm putting my foot Give down. Give outside no. the walls of the shaft. No, do not give do him that. the shaft. Do not do that to Brandon. No. Oh, that's great. This is titled DJ Jumbo Jingles by Jared Aaron. Loads of laughs sprinkled with just enough theology to keep it interesting. I can't say what Matt, Brad, Michael, and the turds mean to me. Oh man! Starting some of the most recent episodes. <laughs> <laughs> It won't die. It won't die. It won't die. I've got some of the feedback, too. Uh, Start with the most recent episodes and then go back and catch up with everything you've missed. If you've stopped feeling at home in church and enjoy bathroom humor, you found a new home. Sweet. That's great. Yeah, that is very nice. I wasn't ready for it, but uh, bathroom humor. (laughs) All right. Uh, oh wait, you need to do your spiel. Uh, no, no, that I do that after your Twitter and before hashtags. All right. Uh, so I've got a new a new segment called mayonnaise-based tweets <laughs> from uh, Brian the Tin Man at Brian O'Dean. Looking forward to the new mayonnaise minute segment on at Pastors Podcast hashtag Dukes for the win. Miracle Everybody whip, talks about Dukes. I don't think you can find Dukes mayonnaise. Is that a Southern thing? I've never Must even be. heard of it. I don't know. I've heard of it, but I don't. You can't find it around here. Anyway, we have uh, Hellman's Miracle Whip and some off-brand uh, uh, called Mayo. Kathy Morris at Just Say God You Kego. All right. That's hard to say. At Pastor's Podcast, if y'all don't stop talking about mayonnaise, I will be puking in my sink. Satan's semen. (laughs) (laughs) I think there's a... I feel like there's like a Larry the Cable guy joke about mayonnaise, like redneck redneck dictionary or something. He is the mayonnaise of comedians, let's be honest. People keep... Uh, he He is like mayonnaise wrapped in... Sleeveless plaid. <laughs> Let's be honest. So uh, anyway, Haley at Hales Noel. I very much do not look forward to this segment. Extended discussion of mayo will make me vomit slash drop my Patreon support. 
Uh, the mayonnaise was a big hit. We hardly knew ye. We hardly knew ye. Uh, Dan Burgess at DP Burge. I don't know the hashtag yet. This is alternate hashtags. This is the only one. I don't know the hashtag yet at Pastors <laughs> Podcast, but hashtag Lenny learns the birds and the bees. <laughs> yeah, that's a solid one. Honorable mention, Brian Zond at Brian Zond. Oh, shit. I really enjoyed doing this podcast. You might enjoy hearing it. I love that. Nice. Yeah, thanks, Brian. Brian Zond seems to like us, and I'm not sure why. Yeah, I can't either. Uh, I think his wife listened to it, too. Oh, man, I know. I'm not sure she was... 100% yeah. on board with what we're Hi, doing. Perry. Yeah, I feel bad. Yeah. Uh, she she definitely like listened a, to the first one. She seems like a lovely woman, and yeah. man, I bet we just ruined her. I'm so sorry. We love you, and we love your husband. Uh, Brian Michael Mays. This is uh, honorable mentions. Uh, Brian Michael Mays at Bry Mays. Mayonnaise? Uh, really loved listening to at Brian Zond articulate the Orthodox faith in a manner mm-hmm. that warmed my heart. And that's what he does. It's Orthodox. Total Orthodox. Yeah. You, you listen to me like, God, I can get on board with that. Yep. Man. Uh, Eric Flynn McCormick at Polly Named Eric at Pastors Podcast. The Zon interview was great. So when's Rob Bell coming back? Hashtag the bad boys of progressive Christian mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Zvonberg at Eric Zvonberg. Zvon. The Swedish stallion. Let's call him the Swedish stallion. Okay. Uh, by the way. I think he has, is actually from Sweden. I'm, it sounds like it. That's why I said it. Zvonberg. Zvonberg. By the way, also Schwander looking forward to Pastor at Brian Zod's upcoming cookbook, Dinners in the Hands of a Loving God. <laughs> That's <laughs> good. That's not bad. I'll give him that. Dan Burgess at DP <laughs> Burge. Where did four of Michael Kittens go at Pastor's Podcast? Hashtag Unsolved Mysteries. Hashtag The Mayonnaise of Podcast. He threw him against the wall. He no, did. I did not. Yeah, drowned did. him in the river. No, I did not. We, we, got, we, we had seven and four, and then we got rid of all seven and four. <laughs> Through adoption, and then we got seven. Adoption more. is code word for throw him against the garage. Yeah, uh, Elena Little at Shine Dork around the tree. Elena Little at Shine Dork at Pastors Podcast. I'm late to the table, but so glad to be seated. Hashtag Michael's tantric stretching. Hashtag <laughs> <laughs> hashtag. I think I'm home. I think you're home. Sure. Welcome live home episode. Of welcome, welcome home. Yeah. Mindy Duncan. Sorry, you came in on my <laughs> Mindy Duncan, aka aka the bitch, the pub bitch. Uh, at Wolf Parker I Bros. I take no credit for that. At Brian's on on that Pastors Podcast, reminding me of the things I love about the Bible. This episode felt like coming home. Hashtag the Mayo of Podcasts. Melinda Joy at Joyful Turd at Pastors Podcast. JFC. So many distractions. Anyway, Brian's on knows how to drop the mic. Mind blown. Great epitode. Hashtag the Mayonnaise of Podcast. What number are we on? This is honorable mention. Oh my Jesus. God, you're longer than Michael, dude. Our Wait, it's our st- our let me rephrase that. I am longer. You're, I am longer than Michael. Let's <laughs> let me be rephrase honest. that. Your segment is longer than Michael's no, I, was. Well, it's both. Uh, outside false. the walls. Outside the walls at Walls Podcast. False. Prove it. Do you I, need to get out the, the No, I don't want to bring out the stump. Outside the walls. Your stump or my stump? Yours. At Walls Podcast. Five-star ratings battle update. It's been another week battling at Pastors Podcast. Outside the walls leads 18-15. But needs 80-plus to catch up. <laughs> okay, top 10. Dan at Inappropriate Dan. Pastors Podcast at Brian Zond. You had me at The Problem With Calvinism Is. Yeah. Now I got to buy your damn book. Yeah. Hashtag Epitode 84. Hashtag Pornography. <laughs> I love that. 
Jen FM at Turd Named Jen at Pastors Podcast at Twisted Sisters. I finally remember to change my Twitter name. Hopefully, the poly curse will soon be lifted. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert: It won't. It won't. The only thing you can do is to uh, use one of those sage burn things, yeah. and then burn your fucking house to the ground. Yeah. That's the only thing that will break the poly curse. Oh, if you, you wait long to, enough, the poly to, curse will probably have you burn your you, house. You to the have ground. to sacrifice your own something, like yeah. your house, to the poly gods, or you're yeah. screwed. Number eight, Jared Lawrence at Jared Lawrence. I love music. J-La. I love music until I listen to Pastor's podcast. Then I hate it and wish it would all go away. <laughs> hashtag the mayonnaise of podcast. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag Rob Bell likes money. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven, Zesty Spice <laughs> at Becky Seville. That. That feeling when you realize that you understand more of Michael's references on Pastor's Podcast than Matt's or Brad's. Hashtag, what am I doing with my life? Hashtag, John Rubin. Yeah, a lot of people hit me up with the John Rue. Somehow I didn't realize that I put her uh, two in a row here. Number six, Rubonic Zesty Spice at back. Becky Seville. Oh to have had oh to have had video of Lenny's pastor's podcast <laughs> sex talk. Hashtag the mayonnaise a podcast. Hashtag embarrassing the spawn on the internet. <laughs> Number five, Nathan Miller West at Namway Design, Pastors Podcast, awesome interview at Brian Zahn. Is the prophet this country needs? Uh, hashtag the mayonnaise a podcasting. Mm-hmm. I agree one hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. I think he's a prophet in the def- very definition, definition of that of word. Yep. He's not the only one, but he's definitely one. Number four, Haley at Hales Noel. It's clear listening to Pastor's podcast talk about food that they will all be dead in five to ten years. Hashtag yes. the mayonnaise of podcast. To which I reply, uh, uh, we can only hope. Yeah. Here's, <laughs> yes. Fingers crossed. Fingers yep. crossed. Keep sending us those Why fat pastor's <laughs> entries, please. I had Jimmy John's and Taco Bell today for meals. Oh, so wow. I had a Thai buffet, and I am just pinching it back right now. <laughs> Uh, number three, Tracy with a Y at Ukulele Tracy. Damn it, Pastors Podcast. Your sex doll rental news clip just made me snort in the quiet car on my train ride home. Getting stink eye now. You're welcome. I love people publicly embarrassing themselves. You're welcome, Tracy. Better than getting something else from a you're well, sex you're, doll. You're welcome, that girl with the ukulele. <laughs> number two, Ian Irving at Batman Villain. At Pastors Podcast, typical Christian podcast trying to lecture people about where they can stick their penis. <laughs> the guy just loved that weight. When a man loves a dumbbell. Uh, number one. Efficiency near zero at wow. Brandon Evans 17. At Pastor's Podcast, my sister loved that John Rubin song when she was a kid. Maybe that's why she's a staunch atheist today. (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible. I like it. Nice. Nice. Uh, I'm choosing it, and you can fuck off, Michael. um, That's fine. I don't care. Uh, Somebody else had changed their their Twitter handle, uh, Tara Paul. Uh, I think she she slid around to Paul... Polly named Tara. P A U L Y. Well so, done. I saw that, so I got to give that. The, the, the gods are not fooled. Yeah. The you're curse, to, the you're curse is coming. You're about to get fired and lose a family member, probably. So just Jesus. FYI. Yes. It's, oh not my gonna, God. it's not going to be good. The death knell of yeah. Polly's. All right. Uh, hashtag. Oh, yeah. Let me do my thing. I forgot. Uh, where is it at? Closing time. Rate us on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Write a review on Apple Podcasts. It's easier now than ever. Yeah. Go to our Facebook page. We've got instructions. So easy, especially if you have iOS 11. Um, check out our website, ingloriouspastards.com. Uh, you can also find our voicemail number there if you need to hit that up. 
Um, Patreon.com slash four eight four pastor. Yeah, it sounds right. Huh? Yeah, four eight four pastard. No, I think it's four eight four. Shit. No, it's four seven five four eight four four eight four pastard. We're gonna fuck that up every time. Four eight four pastard. Um, support us on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash pastors podcast to join the pastors pub, get bonus content, um, like turd talk, pub crawl and hymns of reconstruction, bite us around and even help shape content of this show. Look at some hashtags. Yeah, I've got some good What do we got too. for some hashtags? All right, here we go. The only podcast with a breathalyzer. <laughs> yep. That needs to be our new tagline. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> It really should. <laughs> you change our, our Twitter banner. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hashtag Aussies are just English prisoners. <laughs> I'm kind of kind of a dark I horse. Like that. Hashtag Michael the Human Sifter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we haven't Put had a good Michael sift. in a while. Uh, <laughs> hashtag Michael shits entertainment. It's true. <laughs> These are just factual. Come Hashtag the girl with the ukulele. <laughs> uh, poor Tracy. She's going to at me so hard. <laughs> Hashtag neatly inserted. <laughs> I, I, honest to God, don't know how I didn't have that one down. I don't know. It was my story. Like, you would, yeah. Oh, Hashtag man. Brady's herb steamed vagina. <laughs> Fuck that guy, man. I hate him so much. I cannot much. stand him. <laughs> so, is he the best quarterback ever? Yes. Yeah. However, is he's he still a, a massive douchebag. He's bag. a giant yeah. douche canoe. Oh, uh, the Gwyneth Paltrow of the NFL. Very much so. Oh, hashtag man. another James Franco vehicle. <laughs> he's got so fucking many, too. I kind of like the Planet of the Apes on the first one. Not bad. Was he in that? Oh, he was in that. The very first one. Not was the he one of the two. apes? No, he was the... the was he no. just some stone guy going... Fucking apes everywhere, man. <laughs> no, he, he was a. I think he was a doctor in this one. Smoking a stone weed. doctor He's smoking weed yeah. with the apes. Yeah. Oh fuck! I think Gollum was one of the apes, wasn't he? <laughs> I'm pretty know. sure Andy Serkis was. I've never. Yeah, seen he was Caesar. He was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course he was. Uh, this is this was the one I was giggling at. Hashtag find a new bear wife. <laughs> that gets funnier every time I look at it. And then, uh, this is from Brad. Hashtag just pinching it back. Oh man, <laughs> Thai food is so good. Too much My Thai God. food. Yeah. Isn't that what uh, drag queens do? Wow. What? What? Let's pinch it back. Jesus Christ. That is at MJ Basinger on Twitter. Seriously? At him all day My long. God. God, you're a bad person. You know, I'm going to start keeping the board over here, and I'm just going to mute him like in, <laughs> like all the time. Oh, oh man. The boy. mute button doesn't work on mine. So. <laughs> it does. Good, yeah. good news. Yeah. Don't do it. All right. So I've got uh, hashtag Lee Harvey Oswald shot Biggie. <laughs> uh, and Tupac. Tupac's still alive, guys. Hashtag Michael called Mindy a bitch. Nope, <laughs> definitely didn't. I think that sure was from did. two weeks ago, wasn't it? I'm riding no. that horse <laughs> sure, every week. Sure did not. Until that until that catches on. Sure did not. Hashtag deconstruction hipster. What oh, was yeah. that oh, yeah. So we called Mindy a deconstruction. Oh. She was, she was deconstructing before, before it was cool. Hashtag pure shit coffee. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I do. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, hashtag something about a mouth. I have no idea what that's from. <laughs> it's another 
another one. We're got every, one every, yeah, every week. Yeah, there was week one we last week that last nobody week, knew. I listened to it again. I was like, no. I have no yes. idea. It was the. It was something with Michael. I when, think it was something Michael that loves tangentially Michael. I thought of in my head and wrote when it When Michael anyway. loves a Michael. I don't think anybody oh, said no. this next one, guys. <laughs> Hashtag was that before he touched him? <laughs> No, we cannot use that. Oh my god. Oh, hashtag. We just call it Friday night. Oh man. Vegemites Vegemite. and dongs. Hashtag ball sweat and Vegemite. Oh god. Hashtag Tom Brady steams his vagina. Hashtag the Gwyneth Paltrow of the NFL. <laughs> Hashtag scratching their balls and drinking beer. Yep. Hashtag Michael trips on the stump. <laughs> it's kind of an oxymoron, isn't it? Hashtag show me your tittles. <laughs> I really think that's the winner, guys. I'm not going to lie. Hashtag find your corner. Show, show, I like that wait, one. Show me your tittles. <laughs> You gotta slow down for a minute. Let me yeah. process that one. Yep. Oh my gosh. God, I like that one a lot. Show me the money. Hashtag find your corner. It's not funny, but I like that one. Yeah. Hashtag Kenny Rogers is better than Bono. <laughs> yep, that's no. factual. No, he's not. <laughs> Hashtag eat my expensive appetizer. <laughs> And then hashtag Gollum was one of the apes. <laughs> that's, that's wow, not bad. that's not bad actually. All right, I'm gonna read mine backwards. So uh, hashtag find me a bear wife. <laughs> I had that one down too. Oh no, find find a new bear wife. That might be the winner, man. That's find, a really great find a one. new bear wife. Uh, <laughs> it was such a throwaway comment. It's amazing that that caught on. Was it you that said that? It was. It was me. It was me who said it. Was it was Michael. Yeah. Whenever we were, he was coming back from Alaska, <laughs> we're like, go, go back, back, go back, find a new bear wife. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, show me your tittles. Uh, God, I like that a lot. Uh, God, that one's way more on brand for us. I think. Um, Jesus said, "Shake it off." Um, <laughs> hashtag ball sweat and Vegemite. Hashtag shit and blood. Oh, oh my God! No. Why? No. Why? No. Why the fuck? Do you <laughs> Shit and blood. Uh. <laughs> He's so proud of himself. He really is. Uh, uh. I, I never thought, I think we've said this before, I never thought you'd be the worst of the you three of us. You'd be the grossest of the three you of us. You really That's are. Yeah. Uh, poor Bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> um, hashtag Bubbles. Hashtag bubbles in the closet watching. Jesus. <laughs> That's so terrible. And hashtag Rick Patino's taint. <laughs> That's it. Oh, God. I think it's either easy to show me your tittles or <laughs> find a new pair of Maybe it should be uh, Gollum was bubbles. 
I'm with either show me your tittles <laughs> or find a new bear wife. I yeah. think tittles is too close to to other things. Yeah, I think that's, <laughs> that's kind of what makes point. it awesome, though. <laughs> <laughs> what was the one that you said that I lost my shit on? <laughs> Which one? No, I don't remember. I snorted. Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald shot no. down. <laughs> Eat my expensive appetizer. No. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. There was a really good. Was that before he touched him? Yeah, that was that. Was that before? We're not doing that. No, we're not. Never. We're not doing pedophile hashtags. Uh, It's got to be either show me your tittles or find a new bear wife. (laughs) That's the one that makes me laugh the most. Which one? Find a new bear wife. Yeah, let's do that. You don't want to do bubbles in the closet watching? No. No. (laughs) My God. I (laughs) wish it with you and Michael Jackson's pedophilia. I really like, (laughs) I do really like poor bubbles, though. (laughs) Poor bubbles. Is Bubble still alive? Do we know? Don't Don't those fucking things live until they're like 70? (laughs) I don't know. All right, so if you've listened... Poor Bubbles, he's wearing a diaper somewhere, drinking Jesus juice. (laughs) Pining for the glory days on Neverland Ranch. If you've listened to this episode in its entirety, hit us up on social media with the hashtag. It's fine. Ferris wheel. I like how we have like a completely awesome conversation and then we just shit on it the rest of the episode. Hashtag uh, find a new bear wife. <clears throat> now you We're can't... like a wide receiver in football that catches a touchdown pass. It's meaningless. And then when it comes down to it, crunch time drops the goddamn thing <laughs> in the end zone. Like that's that is us in a nutshell. I'm telling you, we never mind. No. All right. Okay. Uh, find us. Hit us up on social media oh, uh, at Pastors Podcast. So <laughs> <laughs> this is a podcast. Check out our new podcast. Hashtag find a new bear wife. Uh, at Pastors Podcast. At Polly named Matt. At Polly named Brad for a good two days probably. <laughs> so, at Brandon Andrus at, at MJ Basinger. Uh, Facebook.com slash Pastors Podcast. We're also on Instagram at Inglorious Pastors, uh, where we. Posted a picture of all of our, our pumpkin beers. Um, yeah, and don't forget, uh, 484 Pastard. That's 484 727 8373. 484 6969. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Check out our friends, Twisted Sisters, on their Apple podcast feed. 484 P A S T E R D. Yep. Thanks to uh, Bojangles for showing up. Yeah. I didn't even know he was coming. I did. (laughs) It's just weird that Brad and I talked about it today. We should have Bojangles on. I said, man, this would be a good one for him to get. He literally texted me like two hours later. So, so weird. Yeah, I got to pick something up at Camby. I may just come by. All right, I'm not telling the guys. Well, this isn't really on the way to Camby. He did drive a little bit out of his way. Well, that's fine, but he was was close-ish. Yeah. He loves us. Yes. We love him too. We love as him much shit as we give him. We really do appreciate him. So, yes. thanks for listening. Thank you. Come back next week. <laughs>